I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. and ships minutes after they took I from the bottomless pit but my hand was made strong by the end of the almighty we forward in this generation triumphantly won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Redemption songs Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our minds have no fear for atomic energy Cause none of them can stop the time How long shall they kill our prophets While we stand aside and look Some say it's just a part of it We've got to fulfill the book Won't you help to sing these songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Redemption songs Redemption songs Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our mind Oh, have no fear for atomic energy Cause none of them can stop at the time How long shall they kill our prophets While we stand aside and look Yes, some say it's just a part of it We've got to fulfill the book Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever had 
redemption songs All I ever had Redemption songs These songs of freedom Songs of freedom And welcome back, fuckers. Uh, it's been a while. I say, what up, man? But we're back, and uh, we're back in the United States, and we're talking to you tonight. So that means this is another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. And uh, welcome back, man. Yeah, man. And of course, I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my way beloved half. Vlan, good evening, Patriots. As we've had a week off to rela- rest, relax, recuperate. Rejuvenate. Sit in the sun, cook, flip, cook some more, flip back. It sounded like a hamburger almost like. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you, you fried, actually, you cooked more like a lobster. I, I fried a little bit more like bacon. I was steamed. I wasn't really cooked. Yes. You, you were an Irish lobster. Yes. You were red. So anyway, uh, so we come back and uh, we're here now and we've heard all of your messages. We've seen all the messages, I should say. We've read all the messages. And yes, we are back. No, we didn't get kicked off the air. No, we didn't give nothing up the like fight. that. We're we- just, uh, we took a vacation just like anybody else does. And, uh, and we our, left the country. Uh, yes. And and we actually brought our stuff to podcast with, but um, the the Supreme King of the household told us that there is no politics allowed on vacation. Yeah, yeah. that's my youngest son. That would be our nine-year-old. And he said, look, you two can kiss my asses. That's not <laughs> happening this vacation. He said, no, no politics. Of course, that didn't really stop us at the pool. So No, there was quite a bit of that. Sh- shout out to some of our new friends. So anyway. Yeah. And yes, absolutely. We have plenty of those. We had tons of, uh, John from Staten Island. He was like, he, you're like his, yep. his freaking younger, a younger version of him. I am his mini me. Yes. Yeah, he is a little <laughs> bit taller than me too. So I can technically be his mini me, yep. but we are both diehard Eagles fans. Yeah. So, yep. And, uh, and he's a, a hardcore Patriot. Oh so. yes, he is. Yes, he really is. And then, uh, it's good to see too. He was a little older, much older than us, but he was uh, just as pissed off as the rest of the fucking country. And yeah. God bless him. Yeah. And being from Philly and New York, that was, yep. that was heart- very heartening. And then uh, Kelly and Fisher and Fam from yep. Pensacola. Pensacola. So they're, you know, we expect Floridians to be diehard patriots and they did not disappoint. Yeah. Especially with some shit we've got to talk about tonight. Woo. Yeah. Gotcha. We're bringing some fire. We come back tonight bringing some fire. So interesting story because we didn't touch on this in the last podcast. We actually didn't know if Mick was going to be able to come on vacation with us because I, maybe we did. I don't remember. Anyway, no, we really did. So actually, we did. I, I, had a, I had a psychic moment before our vacation. So we left on, on a Wednesday and as we're in the process of selling our house and potentially moving to one with a pool and a studio, that would be nice. All of our stuff's in storage. And since we didn't travel last year from COVID, that included our passports. So I was planning on going to the storage unit the weekend before we left and getting all the passports. But the Monday prior to that, I something started bugging me. 
something came in my head, something was wrong with one of the passports. And I remembered that I had pictures of them on my phone. Mind you, I am blowing up Mick's phone. I'm like texting him. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm trying to work. Like, what do you want? And I was like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. He's like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know, but something's wrong. I hung up the phone. (laughs) I literally hung up the phone. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You have called me. You have wasted this time out of my life that I can never get back. But I was right. Oh, you were right. I, I was right. I give you that. I looked up the pictures. That afternoon, I was like, I'm sure as well, shit, fuck. Yep. his passport was expired. Now, mind you, right now it takes on the average six months to get a passport. Six months. If you expedite, pay the extra money and mail it in, it still takes three months. There's no more, you know, yeah, there's walking no more into a passport hour office. Turnaround. Nope. None of the expediters are working. Nothing. So I'm calling every fucking passport office literally across the country. No one answers because no one's there. Well, that too. And I called the senators. Those fuckers didn't return my calls, but you know, they were illegitimate anyway. Cause and we'll, we'll th- get there. That's a whole different story. Um, and, uh, called some people that I knew in the state department and they were like, yeah, we can't talk to your persona non grata. I'd get fired just for picking up this phone right now. <laughs> that didn't go over well. Um, so actually, uh, our congressman came through for us. So shout out to buddy Carter. I, I never, never thought, thought we would say that. I, well, I, <laughs> that's not true. He is a Republican. Um, but Mick, you weren't always his biggest fan, but now he officially no. has my vote. I, I wouldn't say I was his biggest fan. I mean, he wasn't my biggest fan, as I think is what you were trying to say. Oh, yeah. You did flip him off. Uh, well, I was kind of you, you drunk. You photobombed a picture and flipped him off. I was kind of drunk, and I was in a kilt, and it was around St. Patrick's Day when St. Patrick's Day was getting you shut the fuck down. Yes, I know. You were very angry. You, your Irish anger was, was rearing its ugly head. Anyway. Not really, because it was still under the kilt. So, and it's, okay. Anyway. Um, it was a safe spot. We're for not going to go there. Anywho, so uh, Buddy Carter came through with an appointment in D.C. He really did. I, I give him that. it happened to be the day that we were leaving. So yeah. our flight was leaving Savannah at 10 a.m. on Wednesday, and Mick's appointment was in D.C. to get his port- passport at 10 a.m. on Wednesday. And I was sitting in there, and I was twiddling my thumbs, watching all the sheeple wearing masks. And, uh, yep, I was a sheeple. At that point, I was a sheeple wearing a mask because I was like, man, I got to get this fucking passport. passport. (laughs) But I can tell you the rest of the time I was there, I did a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah. What did you do while you were in D.C., Mick? Because you ended up having to be there for for two days because the thing is Jamaica is under curfew. So they have no evening flights going into Jamaica. So when he finished up his passport appointment at like noon on Wednesday, he didn't leave until Thursday morning at like 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, dark early. So he came into Jamaica 24 hours after the kids and I did. Correct. So um, he had a whole afternoon to tool around D.C. Correct. And a whole night as well. Correct. So what were some of the things you did, Mick? I went on walkabout. You went on walkabout. Yeah. Okay. I literally walked. Um, it's probably just as dangerous to walk about DC as it is to walk about actually, the Australian outback. I'm just saying. Not really. No. It was it was pretty near empty. I was actually really surprised. I thought there would be more people out in the street. And I mean, it's a work day. It was a work day. Nobody was there. I was like, it's a Wednesday. I was like, uh, the government's. You know, everybody should be at work. Everybody's like, normally it's hustle and bustle. Like you're, you're at work and then you're running down the street and you're going to get lunch. And then you're running to this meeting. You're going to that building, going to this building, going to that building, you're going to this office. And there's like, it was empty. I was actually, it was very, everyone's working from home. It was very, it was very perturbing actually, because I, I was constantly, I have to be honest, I was walking around looking over my shoulder going, uh, no SWAT team. 
okay, good. I, when I came out of the hotel, I was always kind of, I like let somebody else go out in front of me. I was just like, stick my head out the door. I was like, all right, no SWAT team. I'm good again. Woo. Because I felt like I was returning to the scene of a crime. I mean, it was like, holy shit. But I mean, it, it wasn't that so much. It was weird just to be up there. Oh, by the way, if you all think the fences are down, no, they're not. I, they, it's all for they show. They said they took them down while that we were in Jamaica, though. That was all for show. They all might be show. down now. Nah, I guarantee they're not. Yeah, I don't think they are. I put money on it because they said they were going to be on down July 1st and for July 4th fireworks. They took they, a portion of them down. They, they took put a them right back up. portion that a video camera may have caught the fences, but the second they took that camera away, fences right went up. right back up. And I was walking around and I was uh, actually remarked to someone else and they were like, oh yeah, they took them down for like a day and then they were gone. Then they were back up. And I was like, Hmm. What about the FBI building? Because I had you specifically go check yeah, it out. Yeah, because but why did why did you have me so go to the FBI building? All, How about you explain that one absolutely. first? Because I still am a little fucking confused on this. So one. Richard, citizen journalist who regularly reports out of DC, um, he's like eyes on the ground in DC. He was reporting that the FBI building looked boarded up, and I've heard like John here to help say that the FBI building was semi-boarded up or the military was in there, all, all kinds of things. So, but why, okay. So it was for the military is what you were saying. Yes. So, um, was the FBI building boarded up? No. Could someone look at it and think that it was boarded up based on what you saw and what you know? No. No. There's, Cause you sent me a picture and it kind of looked like it was no, boarded up to me in the picture. There is a wood front that they've always had there. They've always had that wood front. There's a paneling front. It only stands about, it doesn't go from the ground to the ceiling. It's only probably about 16 feet tall and it stops. And the okay. government of the ceiling down on the first floor of the puzzle palace is probably about 22 feet tall. It's a huge opening to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, now, up above, I could see maybe why you thought like way up the building, where it's probably about the sixth floor in the Puzzle Palace, mm-hmm. they put these desert shades over the windows because the windows are hermetically sealed. And for a hermetically sealed window, you can't tint it. It's impossible to tint it. And the reason that it's hermetically sealed is because A, um, any bomb blasts, it stops all of that shit. Um, anything, you can't shoot through it. That's another problem. Uh, hermetically sealed windows are extremely difficult to get a bullet through. Um, you can't get a signal through it. You can't bounce a laser through it. You can't do anything through it. There's a lot of different things. Listening devices, laser. So you laser. can't spy on them, you can't kill them, and you can't blow them up. Exactly. Okay. So, But you can't tin them. That's the other problem with them. So they get, it gets hot as fuck in there. It gets hot as fuck in, those build, in that building. They put up the desert shade in the summertime to per, give it a little shade to act like a tent, if you will. Okay. Um, deflects the sun, keeps the cool in. FBI's done that for years. It's not the first time I've ever seen it. We just didn't notice before because we didn't have reason to look. Exactly. Not a lot of people had a whole lot of reason to look. But either way, just if you're looking on Rumble, these are the shoes that I went on walkabout. <laughs> They're a lot thinner than they were when you started. <laughs> yes. So anyway, just to let you know. 11 miles in flip-flops. Oh, well, it was more than 11. It was like 13 <laughs> in total. But 
13 miles in flip-flops is not a whole lot of fun to go on walkabout. But there was another reason why I went on walkabout. It wasn't just that. That was part of it because you were dying. You kept beating me up about the FBI. You were I like, mean, you got to go by the FBI. I, just, I, did. I wanted to dispel all the rumors and get eyes on the ground so firsthand. So where else did I go? I went to uh, the White House, obviously, because I had to go by the White House. Well, you didn't go in the White House. No, but I went by it. Because, you know, you can't get in there. Oh, no. Hell no. I no. wouldn't even go near it. Yeah, no, because you're the most dangerous man on the planet. You're a, a heterosexual white, white male. Holy white crap. Male. They won't I, let you anywhere near that. shit. And I'm a Republican. Oh, yeah, Jesus. No, I'm, definitely not. No. Nope. I'm the end of the world. Absolutely. So um, I went by it, though, just to take a look, just to gander, just to, a deplorable Janet. I called her. I let her know. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm walking by her spot. You know, do, 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 do. Yep. And she's like, well, what's it like? I was just like, it's actually kind of eerie. It's weird. It's like, there's nobody out here and there's nothing here. There's like fences everywhere. You couldn't even like where we were that day on January 6th. You can't even get to where we were. It's all fenced off. You can't even get up there. And I was just like, man, this is fucking bullshit because that's a nice place to walk in DC in the summer. Cause it's just a big open field. It's yeah. There's nothing there. I mean, but you can't even get over there. Anyway, um, I went to meet up with some people that I know that I've specifically reached out to in the past, and I just wanted to see if they wanted to make contact again. And not only did they want to make contact, um, they met up with me in five different locations because they're five different people. So now I've got five new friends that are now more like you've revived five, yeah, five old, old friendships. acquaintances. And uh, anyway. Uh, when I told them about this, specifically this, and I told them how many listeners we have and how great you all are and listen and you comment and you love the information, I explained all of that to them. And I said, I still have two others that I've been using for a hot minute. And I said, I need some more because I've been trying to bounce other information because there's been a lot of, a lot of you have sent me stuff and a lot of it, I just, I don't have the people with placement and access to it. Well, now I do. do. And now I do in a whole bunch of different realms and it's actually gotten even cooler. Um, And you're going to find out here just in a little bit because it's going to be one of our first spots because like I told you all, I don't like to hold that shit back from y'all. Whatever. You cock tease the whole way through the episode. I don't know what you're talking about. You are way worse of a cock tease than I am. Well, I mean, I'm a woman. I'm supposed to be. Whoa. You just pissed (laughs) off a whole bunch of trainees and a whole bunch of fucking bisexual people that are now just angry. Oh, well, well, you can't sh- really show that picture too well, but it oh, is hysterical. Bad. It is hysterical. I love it. Maybe I can. Maybe if y'all can well, see Well, no, we'll just Rumble. post it. We'll post it in our- uh, I, I will, but here, if y'all can see that on Rumble- You got to hold it there for a good second. That's, can, can you see that on there? Yeah, just, it's kind of, all right, there we go. We haven't got a new camera yet. It's coming. It is. But that's a great big bag of dicks. So it, a, a Lay's bag of dicks. <laughs> it's a Lay's bag of dicks too. <laughs> It's lazy. So anyway, um, those people have already reached out. They've already connected and we've already started chatting and we've got more info coming in than um, a lot of it. I'm still trying to decipher and put together. Um, Actually, uh, do you have the stuff from what we got while we were gone? Of course I do. Well, pull that. Give me that because I need that so I can read it eventually because we're going to have to talk about that one too. I forgot. I completely forgot about that one. Oh, it's right there. All right. So anyway, we'll get to that here shortly. Um, but they've been reporting and, uh, we've gotten a lot of good stuff from them so far. And then I finally made it to Jamaica and, uh, Yaman. Jamaica was amazing. It really was. If you haven't been there, um, we were in Ochos Rios. It was beautiful. And we, 
we travel once a year on really riding my mother's coattails and it is so well worth Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like that, that woman travels in style. Like you would not believe we're, we're regular people for 51 weeks out of the year. And that 52nd week we are fucking like royalty. It's, we're it's walking am- on clouds. It's amazing. We live in a 1300 square foot house. Normally. Normally. There we stay in a four thousand square, square foot, foot villa, villa that overlooks the ocean with that, a huge great room and a big sun deck and a hot tub and a private pool. I mean, if you want to know, except Holy for the shit. hookers and blow on some hookers' ass, what it's like to live as a rock star. That's pretty much it. That's pretty close. Actually, without the rock hookers, stars stay in the villa when they travel, and seriously. the hookers with the blow on their ass. We didn't have the hookers with the blow on their ass. Did I was I? trying to. But Leland wouldn't let me. No. Although you were offered. um, More than one occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Which was surprising. Yeah, because I've never seen hard drugs in Jamaica before. Lots of weed. Not a whole lot of anything else. No. At least not that was ever offered to me. Wow. So, but that was funny because the guy that that offered it to you initially, then I struck up like a 30-minute conversation with him. And yeah, he, then she went ahead and read it. I pulled the shit out of it. And then he was sitting there for like two hours scratching his butt because his, his mind was mind. completely blown. And he was trying to figure out where his brains were. And he thought they were somewhere right located around his asshole. And he just kept itching his ass. And I was like, hey, dude, if you're going to do that, just get out of the pool for me, huh? But he's not going to take the, the death shots. And um, God bless him. He, uh, yeah, he's, anyway. That was that was pretty cool, and we actually we met another family. Oh my god, this was the most beautiful woman I have ever seen in my entire life. She was absolutely stunning, and she was there with her mother and her daughter. Yep. Really, three of the most beautiful women. Um, she was originally from London. She lives in Jamaica now. She met her husband in Jamaica. Um, their daughter's just precious. She was. She hung out with our fourteen-year-old son like the entire time, and her her mom kept asking me like are you okay with this? I said, I would much rather have him hang out and babysit your six-year-old daughter than hang out with that hot 16-year-old over at the other side of the pool because um, we're not going there yet. We're not there yet. Nope. <laughs> yes, I'm fine with this. <laughs> we're not going to play hide the pepper yet. Um, but the the little girl, um, the little princess started calling. She was. And she was, she was a little princess. She really was. But she started calling our boys cousins and she called us auntie and uncle and she called my mom Nana and it was it was awesome. And her grandmother, we were at dinner one night because we just we kept adding people to our dinner table. So the last night we had sixteen people at dinner, dinner. over two tables and there was six of us that originally went on the trip. We make friends everywhere we go. Yep. And uh, we've never met a stranger. So We've met strange people, but we've never met a stranger. Um, but anyway, so she's like, you know, our, she kind of got a side sideways look on her face as, as uh, the little girl was calling us cousins and auntie and uncle and, and seeing how we would react. Because obviously we have different colored skin than being from Jamaica. And, you know, kids don't see color. Kids don't distinguish race. Actually, it's the reconfirmation of everything we've said about this critical race theory and all the other crap that's gone on. Mm-hmm. This was so perfect. You saw two two kids, honestly, three kids, three kids acting like brother and sister. Even though you could tell that all three kids, there was no way there was any relation between the three. They were acting like that was never an issue. And that's always been just to watch it. And even... The grandmother had said something to me about it. And I was just like, what are you talking about? 
this is the most greatest thing in the world. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I said, right there, you can tell that race is something taught. It is not something learned because right now I see three kids born with. having a blast. They could care less whether one of them's black or two of them are white or one of them's white, one of them's black, one of them's purple, one of them's blue. It didn't matter. They were having a blast. They couldn't give a shit less. The people who make it a problem are the adults who feel that there is something that has to be said about something. Nope. Nobody, nobody, a number one, nobody was going to say shit to that table because we all wear these special bands that like literally, oh, yeah. we walked around that resort the whole time where other people are being escorted back to the main desk to get a mask. Yeah. We didn't, we really never wear wore a mask. Yeah. We really did. Like I wore a mask literally because we were treading on my mother-in-law's name and I'm not about to trample that. Yeah. But I did it out of respect for her, not for the mask. I could fucking give a fuck less about the mask. Usually I twirled it around on my fingers as we were walking through like the main 90% lobbies. of the time, we didn't, like people would really say, didn't. "You uh, no, I really don't. And even, I, I couldn't say, because, okay, so the, the first thing that happened that I thought was the funniest shit in the world. So we're getting ready to travel. I'm getting ready, ready to travel internationally the day after they already left. I know that they've already flown out. And the lady at the counter of the airline that I was going to told me, oh, hey, um, you can't go. And I said, it, 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 excuse me? <laughs> and I, I didn't initially lose my temper like normally I would. Most of the it's time- It's like five o'clock in the morning, mind you. Most of the time, I'm a zero to fucking super pissed off in less than half a second. I can go from- like a normal person to wanting to tear your head from your body in less than half a second. True story. And um, she was like, uh, yeah, you can't go. I said, uh, excuse me? Why is that? And she said, well, you have the wrong test. I said, I have the wrong what? And she said, you have the wrong test. I said, no, 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 no. Because I know VLAN. VLAN is not about to send me to a doctor and say, hey, you got to get this test to travel. And it be the wrong one. Yeah. And she knows my medical history better than everybody else in this world. And I can tell you right now, they knew going in there that I was vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, you get a different test there. You get the normal PCR test. If you go there and you get the antigen test, you're going to pop hot for the antigen because I've got it in me because guess what? I've got the vaccine. You can't give me the antigen test. Well, so she's we'll looking, that. she's reading this shit and she's like, no, 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 you've got the wrong test. And, uh, it, so the funny part about this was now I'm holding up the line. So now there's people behind me and there was this really nice lady. She was standing behind me and she had a cup of coffee and her and her cup of coffee were hanging out back there. And I could tell that she had kind of taken like the hand on the side of the head type. Look at me going like, oh, this is going to get interesting. Well, then <laughs> this lady, she said like the worst thing of all. I said, well, do me a favor, go get your manager. So she goes to get her manager. While she's gone to get her manager, um, I'm sitting there. I'm furiously, I've got my iPhone open. I'm sitting there. I'm going through this website and I'm looking, I'm reading everything about the test that I'm supposed to have and all this other shit. And I'm trying to look at my paper that's around the cap, the, the, the counter. And 
the lady that's behind me, she can see me kind of reading around and she keeps whispering in my ear, Hey, you're good. You're good. Look. And I'm like, looking at it, look, making sure that everything matches up. And I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck is she talking about? So she comes back finally with her manager and, uh, the manager walks up and she looks at me and she goes, yeah. Um, she's like, here's my manager. And I was like, good. I was like, um, what did you think was the problem? And she goes, well, you have the wrong test. I was like, why? She's like, well, you don't have the uh, PC, PCACN test. And I said, the PCACN test. So you mean the, the PCR ACN where they're looking for the antibody? She said, well, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. What are you fucking retarded? <laughs> and at that point, the lady behind me spit her coffee out <laughs> fucking everywhere all over the floor. And she was laughing so hard. She had to turn around and look backwards. I said, yeah, dumbass, here's my vaccination card. And the manager, I, I mean, this is all right in front of our manager. The manager looks at me and goes, yeah, he's right. I knew we had something to work on with you. Sir, she, he, she was like, you're good. She, she looks at her, clear him. And then I want you back here because we obviously have to still go over stuff. And I was like, oh shit. oh shit. I was like, I hope you kind of get fired right now. I really do. I've never hoped that on anybody, but I really kind of hope you get fired right now. I don't think it's going to happen, but man, I'm praying because that's some horse shit to pull on somebody as they're getting ready. Cause I know she, I know the VLAN had already left the country. I know that VLAN had left with the two boys. And Velen hasn't been vaccinated. So she got the PC, the PR ACN test. I only got the PCR test and she was looking for the last three letters ACN. I don't have to get the ACN test because I've been vaccinated. So I was like, no, bitch, you're wrong. And man, when I found that part and I was like looking at my test, I was like looking around and the lady behind me was legitimately helping me out. She was just like, you're good. You're good. And I'm like looking around the counter going, <laughs> And then I found it. I was like, oh shit, it's on. I was like, I was just waiting for it. I was like, that's why you never ask a question that you don't already, already know the answer to. So I slapped that shit down. But just to, again, back to the, the, the whole race thing. I know I kind of got off on a tangent there, but that's, that was something that was beautiful about the whole trip. I mean, it made the whole trip. It was You got gorgeous. to tell off it because, you know, flight attendants used to be people that worked in airlines in general. Oh, they're just mass Nazis they, now. They used to be so so nice and hospitable. Yeah, and, not anymore. You know, not anymore. No, they used to be service oriented. Yeah. Now, oh, now uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. I forgot about the flight part because they tried to tell me that, oh, yeah, there's a federal law. I said, I asked the flight attendant when she walked by, I said, uh, excuse me, what federal law are you referring to? What statute under 18 dash whatever? Please give me a statute because I, I know the federal code really good. And she was like, oh, well, it's something. No, I said, no, no. I said, you really kind of got to tell me because you've now said it seven times over the loudspeaker and every American in here has heard it, that we're going to be charged with a federal crime if we're not wearing our mask on this plane. What crime exactly is that? And she was just like, well, it was put up. No, one more time. What's the statute? If you're going to put it out, you better have the, well, I have this piece of paper. This is not a federal code, man. This is something handed down in a directive from the president of the United States. And he can't, he can sign into law something approved by Congress or the Senate. None of that's happened. So one more time, where is the federal law that we will be breaking by being in this plane, not wearing a mask? Because it's not a law, it's a mandate. That's correct. 
That's not that just because I break a federal mandate doesn't mean I broke a law, but they were up there reading it to us. Like we were breaking biblical law. Forget just law. Oh yeah. We will never be able to fly on any any airline with us again. Delta affiliate, any of that shit, nothing. Nope. Not at all. You can't fly. You're, you're going to be on a list, this, that, and the other find. They didn't actually say you were going to be tried with a crime they said you would you would incur fines fines yes fines yep yep yeah interesting yep yeah that i'm pretty sure if you get a good lawyer yeah no. you won't get a fine yeah that no i, I think i think that's true so, but anyway so back, back to race so um because you know there was a lot of biblical stuff that's been going on a lot of while we were there I posted this picture on our telegram. Um, well, let's back up. You guys all know, especially if you listen to us from the beginning or early on the Christmas star that appeared December 21st to December 25th, which was a configuration of three planets in the North star that most closely reflected the Christmas star when Jesus was born. Correct. Okay. So it wasn't three planets. It was not even a planet. It was a star. No, there were two planets. No, they were in the sky, but yes, they were not the star. The star was its own star. Yeah, but it's really cool. The Christmas star. It was really- I got actually a really badass picture picture because I was up on top of a fire truck, like below, above all the normal city lights that I took a fucking amazing photo with my phone of all things. Well, we were in Jamaica. I took a pretty amazing photo of the devil's eye. Well, the the first one was the opposite Mm -hmm. because- I told you about it. I explained it to you because the bl- biblical reference reference to it is the most important part is the star that you all know the story of, of the three Kings. They marched off into the desert. They shut their houses down. They set their slaves free and they walked off and they were following a star. Well, when the star appeared, as they were told, the star would appear in the crescent moon was the first star. When they saw that one, they were to follow that star wherever it went. Well, long story short, over, shit, we were there, what, uh, what, seven days? Seven days. So seven days, that star moves, and where it moves is it drops down, it drops below, and the first part is what they call the crescent moon, or the crescent star, it was the uh, the eye of God, uh, it's been referred to, it's been referred to as the eye of the angel, it's been referred to... Um, there's been actually a lot of different biblical references to it, there's been a ton of... Um, more grail lore uh, references to it as to that's where the couple life is located below that star. Is Ooh, we can talk about it. that on Dan and podcast tomorrow. Anyway, sorry. It's kind of the plan. And I was going to kind of pimp that out real quick, but <laughs> anyway, um, that star drops and it goes below. And it, when it hits the backside of the crescent moon, it becomes the devil's eye and they call it the devil's eye because it's below the moon heading back down towards the earth and it looks like an eye with a dot below it as if one of God's fallen angels, which the archangel Gabriel, according to the Bible is the devil uh, because he was cast down and you're done. And he became the devil. So because he defied God, 
so we were sitting up there in the sky and I, we happened to look up one night and I looked up and I was like, holy shit, look at that. And I showed, well, it was the first night I saw it. And then I was like, well, just wait till tomorrow night because tomorrow night's going to look better. And she was like, well, why is that? And I said, well, that's not very high above the moon. She goes, well, what do you mean? And I was like, well, tomorrow that's going to be below the moon and that's going to be the devil's eye. That's the opposite of what we're looking at. This is what three kings follow to Bethlehem. And you said what? So you're telling me we're in the tribulation. I well, believe that's what I said. <laughs> well, to an extent. I mean, the second coming has said, it is said in Revelations that the appearance of that star a second time is a problem for mankind. However, uh, we have discovered scientifically it's going to follow the Christmas star. It always does. It always has. It's always followed the Christmas star. So this isn't the first time that we've seen the Christmas star. This is, or Christ star or whatever you want to call it. I the, want to say it's the third or the fourth time. Yeah. I mean, we're the right there. The last time was like almost 700 years ago. Yeah. Cause it comes around every 700 years or something like that. Yeah. But so it's the, the whole point that this is yep. the same time. This is about according to the Bible, everything that we know. I mean, if whether real or not real, not real. I mean, sure seems pretty fucking real these days. Biblical, biblically speaking, this is the same time that those kings set off in the desert. They shut their heads, their houses down, set their slaves free, and they started following this one star based off of something that someone had told them. That is the gist of it. That part of it is the biggest part is that they believe so wholeheartedly in something that they shut everything down and they said, you know what? Fuck it. We're going for a walk. And who does that? Prior to that, wasn't didn't the Israelites follow that star out of Egypt when they escaped their oppressors and went into the no, desert? No, that, that was a different one. That was a different star. It wasn't the same star. It's a different star. Hmm. That was not what the Israelites followed. It's a completely different sky at the time that that happened because that happened like four years before that. So that would have been- No, it happened many, many years before oh, that. Yeah, I mean- 700 years before that. No, it wasn't the same time. That wasn't that. It, trust okay. me, it was not that. It was a different, the sky was completely different. They have done, they've had, uh, the Vatican's got, and I hate to say that, but the Vatican's got scholars that, you know, who are big in the sky, big in all of that. They've narrowed down where the sky was at the time these things took place so they can understand more about what people talk about, not only in the Torah, but in the Bible and say, oh, well, look at this. They kind of course, nah, they're actually off by a number of years. And I, all you got to do is look it up. It, it's out there you. these days. Okay. It's research that's been done. Well, biblical archaeology is, I think, what they call it. So, and in Latin, it's, uh, well, not even get into that. But anyway. What I told this little girl's grandmother when she kind of gave me a sideways look about, you know, them calling us cousins and auntie and uncle, I, I said, you know, when you boil it all down and you go back to the beginning, aren't we all cousins? Aren't we all related? We all came from an original pair. Yeah, she had no argument. She was like, yeah, guess you're right. And... That negated any argument about anything else, <laughs> about any kind of race, anything like that, because we we're all humans. When you cut us, we all bleed the same. Yep. And and if you don't bleed red, then you ain't a human. But maybe we should uh, test that out here on a couple. I think we might get some blanks. I mean, I think we might get some blues like that yeah. have blue ink in them. Maybe. 
I'm I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not supporting anything. The more and more I listen to shit, the more and more I hear about shit, the more and more I find out that robot theory is really not too fucking off. So I I was talking to my boss today, who's awesome, um, and her her husband listens to. She tries to stay out of it. Her husband does most of the listening for her, and that they're with us. Anyway, um, I guess they had a uh, someone like you on. I think Fox, and they were reviewing one of Biden's speeches based on body language. So he's mm. an interrogator, and he, you know, he he can tell if someone's telling the truth or what they're thinking based on their body language. And uh, Biden was having a one of his moments, and he was like, "Yep, he just completely drew a blank right there. He went blank." And I was like, "Oh, blank, huh?" Well, that's an interesting word choice. No. And then, and then he he did something else, and he called it cat brain. Well, yeah, that's what we call when you're searching for everything and anything yeah. to say that you don't know what to say. When he was talking about like Jim Crow and Jim Eagle and all that, that's yeah, cat brain. Okay, we we'll, might we'll get have to that. some info on that. There you go, with cock tease. So we'll get to that real quick. We're actually going to start tonight with a different type of setup because I actually have. Well, there's one more thing I want to talk about about Jamaica. Okay, and that was Peter the driver. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, how can I forget him? Oh, my God. On the way to the airport, and it's two hours from the resort to the airport. Like, it's no joke. It's a long drive. This man is the most awake human being I've ever met. I felt like a Padawan sitting at his feet listening. We could have talked for days. Like, I would have been more than happy if we didn't have to catch the flight to turn around, drive all the way back to the the resort, and then turn right back around and drive all the way back to the airport. Like, I could have spent six hours in the van with this man talking. Oh, man. He he said some stuff that, like, and initially, like, when we started talking, he was like, uh, he, he uh, put his mask up. I was like, ah, dude, you, you ain't got to do that, dude. We're good. Trust <laughs> me. We're not fucking scared. And uh, when I said we're not scared, he literally, like, it was like, I, I could just see in his body language, just the way he was acting. He just And stopped. he started out with, oh, I hear Trump's coming back. He he stopped and he just kind of, I saw, I saw his shoulders roll back, like, man, this is going to be a fun ride. And he sat there and he, and that was, yeah, it was like the first thing he said was like, man, I heard Trump's coming back. And I, I, I got to tell you, folks, if you've never been to Jamaica, uh, uh, especially if, you, especially if you listen to us, you, you Get off your ass. Go get you a plane ticket. Go spend a week down there. Talk to Jamaicans. Do not talk to Americans, please. Go down there. Talk to Jamaicans. There are more red-pilled Jamaicans. Well, Bob Marley red-pilled them 30 years ago. That's why we opened with that today. Just so you're aware, shout out to our Jamaican friends. We had a blast in your country. We had a a really great time, and we met a lot of great people down there. Uh, plus some people we already knew. And I got to tell you, folks, there are some real red pill woke Jamaicans down there. I was amazed to actually talk to them. It was uh, uh, it, it was refreshing. It was like, wow, I'm not even on my own continent. And I'm hearing there's so many people out there that listen. And I'm I'm hoping they're all listening to me tonight because I tell you what, you guys are amazing. And I didn't say it to your face, but I'm going to say it about you now over the air. Uh, you guys are amazing. And it was just so refreshing to see it in another continent, to hear it in another continent, to hear that people they're, they're, you know, they see through the bullshit. Yeah. They're not dumb. You know, it was one of the things that Peter said to us that just 
I mean, got me onto a whole different tangent of like thought stream. Like I was like, holy shit. First thing he said, he's like, well, you know, the only news stations that are covered down here in Jamaica are CNN. And I, I was like, what? And then thinking about it, when we were in the room for the amount of time that I was awake for, um, yeah, the only news station that I kept finding was liberal. It was always liberal based. ABC, NBC, CBS, or CNN. There's no Fox News. Nope. And there are more red pill, or there's no News Nation. There's no fucking um, OAN. There's none of that. Nope. There's literally just CNN and all the liberal shit. And some some affiliated stations from the U.S. Uh, out of New York, Miami, yeah, whatever. There is no Fox News. There, are, there's no nothing. There's no red based anything. And and I was they like, don't watch it. And I was, I asked him. I said, so what is your opinion about all that? He said, it makes you all look fucking dumb. I mean, straight up, that was his answer. It makes you all look fucking dumb. It does. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute, <clears throat> that's not who we are. And that's like when I realized, hey, this is another guy. Like we can. Bring him our way. Say, hey, let, but we didn't have to bring him our way. No, he, he was he already got, that way. He, he was further than us, honestly. And he literally quit quit watching TV some 30 years ago. Easy. Yep. Easy. Because he said the same thing that we've said from the get-go is that, like, look, there's yeah, but- nothing on TV that you – television is programmed information that they want you to hear, not what's really going on. And I was like, holy shit. And – uh I'm trying to actually remember the one thing I said to him, I was thinking about, Oh, when he was talking about what happened, we were talking about January 6th. We were talking about all that shit. And, uh, we were talking about fear and he was talking about what he thought they were afraid of. And I said, you know what? You just reawoke an idea I had years and years ago. And it wasn't so much about, you know, it's not about an American revolution. I don't think it's ever been about that. I don't think this next bit is what the libtards and everybody on the left are really scared about. What they're scared about is a world revolution. It is and going around the world. I'm telling you, folks, if it's in Jamaica, we're talking a Caribbean country 150 miles south of Miami. You're talking about, and it's small. And you mean to tell me we met that many red-pilled people in the country of Jamaica? You know why? Because weed decalcifies your pineal gland. Sure. (laughs) I I have no idea what you just said. Oh. Fluoride, the stuff they put in our water, calcifies your pineal gland. It um, makes it so that you- Tell me something. You're not open-minded. What does your pineal gland do? It makes you dumber. What does your pineal gland do? You tell me, babe. What does your pineal gland do? No, no, because I'm really interested now to know what the pineal gland does because- what you know about the pineal gland and what I know about the pineal gland are like th- 43 different things. Well, it's funny because they often call it your third eye. It's in the same place as where they, they say your third eye is. Yeah, that's your central cortex, though. That's not your pineal gland. Right here? No. When then where's your pineal gland? Your pineal gland is just above your eyes. Yeah, it's right it's here. It's right here. Your third eye. Yeah, but that's no, no, it doesn't go up that way. It goes like this around your follow your eyebrows. Your pineal gland is a part of your nasal cavity. Well, fantastic. And uh, it's why some people smell shit 
when they smell weed, and some people smell like the most beautiful thing they've ever smelled. Oh, it smells so good. That's basically what the pineal gland does. It smells so good because people that smoke it, their pineal gland is decalcified. Well, I, I don't know anything about that. But I anyway. Because you don't smoke it. Yeah, You're absolutely right. <laughs> but anyway, long story short, there's a ton of Jamaicans down there. Uh, get off your ass. If you smoke weed, shit, go down there and burn a couple of them. See what they tell you. They'll tell you. They'll tell you some whoppers, dude. I tell you what. He told us some stuff that he was. He was. He's. Let me just put it this way to Peter. He was right there on the right fucking track because he had some shit that we were talking about. We brought up some other some other shit we're going to cover tonight, and I'll, I'll let you know the parts that he was involved in because he had some shit. And I was like, my God, for a guy that does not watch TV, he had shit and was comparing shit to shit. And I was like, wow. He knew that the vaccine is a death shot or the jab is a death shot. Yeah, he was right almost bat, convinced. He's like, absolutely not. No, without a doubt, it's a death shot. Um, that the food that they sell us in the grocery store is already poisoned. Um, he's seen that with his own eyes. And uh, so, but we went down a whole road of, you know, the road that I like to go down of how we're all connected, energy and the source and yep. all of that. And we talked about the meaning of DNA and RNA and mRNA. And, uh, and I said, you know, they're, they're trying to break our connection to the source with this jab. They're, they're trying to break our connection to, to God. And he said, because they don't have love. Yeah. That was it. They don't it have love. That was his big, that was, yeah. well, Irie, man. Irie. Irie. They, they don't, they don't have, have the Irie. They sure don't. And, and I could not have put it more succinctly myself. That's exactly what it is. God is love. So for my Irish folks or my Celtic folks who know anything about the Celtic language, no, we're not telling you to fuck off. We're saying Irie. But you know what? I think the Irish in that way are a little bit like New Yorkers. You know, like you, you walk up to a New, York, New Yorker and, and they flip you off or, or tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's, they have God's right to hate kind of, everyone exactly. equally. They love to hate people. Yep. There's a very fine line between love and hate. There is. And the uh, Irish and the New Yorkers cross it regularly. Yeah, but I'm not that. I'm not that. So, I mean, 90% of those people I met down there this week were amazing. And they were amazing. And I don't really? harbor any ill will. Not at all. They're amazing. So, Well, maybe there's a couple. There was a couple around the pool that I was like, man, what did Omar, the tent maker, make your bikini? Because holy shit, that's not covering enough. I don't think they were from Jamaica, though. No, I'm pretty sure they weren't. They were definitely from America because Jamaicans, honestly, they're not overweight. They're not diabetic. They eat, they eat good, nutritious food on a regular basis, and they generally grow it themselves. Well, I mean, what did I, I yell at you about because, you know, and I got on my kids about it. I'm like, look, you're in another country. Uh, you know, we went down to breakfast every morning, and I would say – the kids would go up and they would ask for bacon and eggs. I was like, why are you getting bacon and eggs? They were like, well, what else am I supposed to get, Dad? How about you ask the cook for a, a traditional Jamaican breakfast? Braised beef liver and have salt like fish and ackee. And a real fucking Jamaican breakfast. Kalaloo and, and, crepes. And they, oh, were like, that was the they were like, what do you mean? I was just like, well, we can have bacon and eggs every day of the week and twice on Sunday in the U.S., you're in another country. The object of being in another country is to try their customs. Try it. See, you might like it. I had, I don't know, every morning I ate a different Jamaican breakfast and I went down there and I asked them every morning, give me a Jamaican breakfast. And I got to tell you, holy shit. Some of the food I ate, I was like, wow, it's, it's freaking phenomenal. It I was, was like, really wow. Good. I was like, this is the most out. I, I stuck to the ribs. I was like, wow. 
this is great. Um, but uh, yeah, moving on. Anyway, like I said, we're going to start with a, a new segment. We're going to start on this podcast. I've been thinking about it for a while, and uh, we're going to call it the top top stories that need tactical patience. All right, and the reason we're going to call this the top stories that need tactical patience, so we can cover more of the big stories, the ones that we know we don't need any more tactical patience on. But these are the ones that are going to require tactical patience. So just to lay it out for you, so you can look at it, and as you listen to it, as you're you build intelligence about it as you build thought about it, you can kind of put your own story together, but we're going to kind of give you a real quick rundown and it's going to start out every single time, just like this. So in our rundown today, we start out in Pennsylvania. Uh, there's been movement on the election audit front there. Um, if you heard, the Democrats did try to block everything. Uh, finally, the last Dems challenge has been thrown out. It did happen. It happened on Thursday, 7-9. They're still attempting a last-minute runaround. So we're still waiting to hear what happened with that. Didn't hear anything today. I don't know if we're going to hear anything about it until probably Wednesday. So just keep your ears out. Texas, uh, as you heard about, the Dems decided to, uh, the Dems from their Congress got up, got on a plane without masks, without masks, drinking beer and hauled ass and went to DC, uh, well, where they were lauded by the left. Yeah, of course. For shirking their duties. Either way, we're still waiting to see if they get arrested or not. When they return to Texas, they're going to have to return here in a couple of days. So like Abbott I said, apparently put out warrants for them. So we'll see. We're going to stand by and like I said, we're showing a little tactical patience on this one. Also the voting bills gaining, uh, their, uh, their voting bills gaining traction and rejection from the left is obvious of that. So you know that their voting bills gaining traction and that's what's, they're talking about. This is what they're doing. This is why they took off. The second um, they get back into the state and get arrested, we will go ahead and go over what's in that voting bill because what's in that voting bill is um, actually mirrors some other states, uh, <clears throat> ours. Um, just yeah. saying. So in Georgia, we had initial uh, we had initial exam uh, this past week into the fraud, um, and it was just an exam. They weren't really looking; they were kind of doing the document aspect view of it. They were looking at the documents, counting numbers, do looking at chain of custody, this, that, and the other thing. Who signed what? Long story short, it came out that um, so far in Fulton County, they have found uh, more than seventy some odd boxes that they're missing. Um, the documentation from the top of the box where there's no signature and there's no state seal and there's no tape around the box. Isn't that what you said you saw when they got yeah, pulled out from under that's that a table? Weird, isn't it? Just saying. Uh, also, they found they opened a couple of the mail-in ballot boxes. The mail-in ballot boxes were pristine. They were flat. They were pieces of paper that looked, if you're watching me on Rumble right now, just like that. There were no creases in them. That's a problem. If you mailed it to me, there would be at least two folds in the paper. There were no folds. That's a real big issue. And they haven't even started putting them under a black light or looking them under yeah, the spectrum. That was just an analyzer. Initial this was just an initial one. And they over. said, they said, hey, look, if we've already found these problems, we're going to have the same issue as Arizona did. But we're going to get further into that one too. Uh, Calavan, uh, California, uh, the JAMA study that's uh, now being suppressed by uh, Facebook, Twitter, and all big tech and Is all that other- the JAMA study out of Germany that we were talking about last Correct. Last well, it was the joint, as I found out what the title stood for, and now I can't fucking remember it. It was the joint, um, uh, something, the joint of America, something. It was like, 
it's the American Medical Association's, like the joint something on study of the American Medical Association or something like that. But it's the JAMA study. It's the one we talked about the last podcast. Um, if you don't know, we'll post it again to our Telegram so you can find it. Uh, listen, folks, if you're sending your kids to school this year and your school board's trying to tell you that, look, your kids got to wear a mask, look, take this study with you and shove it in their fucking faces and say, no, they don't. And if they continue to go down the road, say, I will sue the shit out of you because this study says my kid's going to end up hurt. They are talking that some of these kids in this study were coming out with 17, uh, 17 parts per million in their blood. They were doing it off of, they would take blood from them and they took blood 17 parts per million. All right. Death is at 21 parts per million. Of when, what? In your blood of, of carbon molecules. There you go. Attached to your blood cells. Death happens, occurs at 21 parts per million. 17 parts per million is really fucking bad. Like literally we pull blood like that and we say, you better sit here on this bottle of oxygen and suck it till it's almost done. You mean like that high school track athlete who, um, her coach insisted she wear a mask while she was running and then she dropped out on the track. Correct. Yeah. So this is like huge. It's, this is really big because this JAMA article supports what you, it's, we call it hypoxia. There's some other parts of it because it's a child. They call it hyper, uh, cap, capthia, uh, something like that. Anyway, long story short, folks, read the, read the study, take it with you, tell your fucking school board that you're going to sue the shit out of them and tell them that, look, you better fucking not make my kid wear a mask because there's no reason a child, there's no reason a fucking child should be wearing a mask. You want to know what I saw on a plane? Uh, just this past week when I wasn't go on my way going to and coming back from Jamaica is really unhappy, just unruly, just asshole kids. You want to know why? They weren't getting enough fucking oxygen in their fucking yeah, brains. They can't breathe. So moving right along, we moved to DC. Fusion GPS and a civil lawsuit begging to end the civil lawsuit. Folks, we've talked about civil lawsuits before. You have to understand in a civil lawsuit, there's something called disclosure. Disclosure means that any evidence and anything you have bearing whatever's going on in that lawsuit, you now have to give up. So basically Fusion GPS is saying, please don't make us tell the truth. Please throw out this case so that we don't actually have to tell you how fucked up we did. Correct. There's an estimated 1,500 to 3,500 documents that support what they don't want you to know. So just keep your ears out for that one. That's going to be a story coming up. Um, I'm waiting for that because I want to actually, I'm, I'm waiting on three of my five new sources to come back to me because they may actually have some information on that. So that's really important. But when that happens, you'll be the first to know moving right along. So, uh, number six, last but not least, Arizona Senate says 2020 election ballot count doesn't match at all. That's huge. And I know I got somebody on the other side of the table right now that is fucking sticking daggers in my skull right now. So I'm going to just go ahead and shut my mouth and let her do her thing. I was trying to prevent her, but well, you know, it's interesting because I'm going to let her do her thing. All right. So the, she digs her own, but that's grave, fine. Just so like I do the cyber ninja guys, um, sat in front of the Arizona state Senate today and, and presented two hours worth of evidence of what they found. Um, so a, a quick synopsis, and this comes from Undercover uh, DC. I'm sorry. Yeah, Uncover DC. 
And we're going to be posting this in our Telegram so you can find it in our yep. Telegram so you can see what she's talking about. Because you know, two-hour congressional or Senate hearing is quite a lot to listen to. It, um, they can be rather boring. This was pretty interesting. But uh, so as they said, the Senate and, audit was- And before she begins, <clears throat> just so you're all aware, all right, this is like, a, if you think about the Senate, think about a courtroom. If you have the defense, you have the prosecution. This is basically the prosecution presenting their case. Okay. So we still haven't heard from the other side. We've heard from one side. So I, again, I'm trying to preface this before she goes crazy because uh, there's just shit about this yet that we've heard some other troubling things and we're not really sure yet. And we're going to bring that up. And I will bring that up as she brings it up. We've heard some troubling things and not so troubling. It's kind of like a, a wish wash right now. We're just tr still trying to sort through all the information. Yeah. So the information that they provided in the Senate hearing, um, they described the audit as, quote, a bipartisan effort with the intent to provide feedback to voters to enable them to get better in their election process or to provide findings to the Arizona Senate to enable them to create measures that would ensure that in the future, the residents of Arizona could have confidence in the election process. Now, also, one thing I want to point out with that one statement that you just said. Mm -hmm. Notice there was nothing in there. Nothing about Trump. Nothing Hold about on. decertifying. Time out. Time out. Nothing about pulling the election votes back. That's huge. There's nothing in there about that. one more time, that supports what I've been saying from the get-go on mm -hmm. this. They're looking towards the future, not the past. We want to fix 2020. They want to fix 2022, 2024, and going forward. I think that there isn't a 2022 and 2024 until 2020 is fixed, but whatever. It's, it's no, I, I agree with Bongino on this one. We have to multitask. We have to yes. do two things at once. Absolutely. We've got to concentrate on 2022, but at the same time, we got to figure out what the fuck happened in 2020. So, you know, th that's interesting. Um, where'd it go? There it is. Uh, Biden, before I get into what the, the Senate, Learn today. today. Um, no, you're you're trying to. I know where you're going with this. You're gonna. You're trying to spot me. All right, fine. Go. No, for no, it. no, no. I'm ready for it. No, it's <clears throat> it's okay. It's okay. He, here's what uh, here's what Biden had to say about the election. More than 150 Americans of every age, of every race, of every background exercise their right to vote. Pause that, pause that, pause that, pause that. Did you just say 150 Americans? That's it? Uh, a only 150 only, of us. More than 150 Americans, he said. Hey. More than 150 Americans. Wait, we'll, 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 we'll play that again. Is that all of our, because that's all of our listeners. No, that's like, it's like, that's like, we don't even have enough. We have more than enough left listeners. Yeah, to come. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A hundred. Hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll start it for again. 150 million votes. 100, 150 Americans apparently put out 150 million votes. Someone left a word off Biden's teleprompter. Yeah, somebody fucked him. <laughs> Seriously. I actually have something to that. I'm going to add okay, to that later. All right. So here we go. We'll, we'll start over. All told, more than 150 Americans of every age, of every race, of every background, exercise their right to vote they voted early they voted absentee they voted in person they voted by mail they voted by dropbox and then they got their families and friends to go out and vote election Even officials the dead ones the entire electoral system 
withstood unrelenting political attacks, physical threats, intimidation, and pressure. They did so with unyielding courage and faith in our democracy. With recount after recount after recount, court case after court case, the 2020 election was the most scrutinized election ever in American history. Challenge after challenge brought to local, state, and election officials, state legislatures, state and federal courts, even to the United States Supreme Court, not once, but twice. More than 80 judges, including those appointed by my predecessor, heard the arguments. No, they didn't. In every case, neither cause nor evidence was found That's not no, they to weren't. undermine the national achievement of administering the historic election in the face of such extraordinary challenges. He's lying right there. Audits, recounts were conducted in Arizona, Wisconsin. In Georgia, it was recounted three times. That's a lie. Yeah, not true. It's clear. For those who challenge the results and question the integrity of the, the election, no other election has ever been held under such scrutiny, such high standards. Scrutiny with boxes on the windows? The big high standards? A big lie. Like, high standards, like, hold on, let me pull the box out from underneath the table and... Yeah. Add a bunch of ballots. So, those those kind of high standards. So wow. okay. So here here's. I guess his he sets his bar pretty low and fails to achieve it. <laughs> here here's some of the evidence that the cyber ninjas presented to the Senate to debunk Biden's version of the big lie. So they received one thousand six hundred ninety one boxes of mostly ballots on 46 pallets. They ended up with 1,711 boxes on 47 pallets. There were 26 mismarked boxes, eight boxes on the pallets that were not on the manifest, and a couple of, bo of boxes on manifest that weren't present at all. Two boxes had data cards, hard drives, and fobs, all of which were transferred to Cypher for data analysis. Uh, boxes had personally identifiable information interspersed with spoiled ballots they were segregated and secured immediately, and that created 16 new boxes. All the other materials were put back exactly as they were found with security tape on them, which they didn't always have in the first place. Some of the boxes were received with regular packing tape and broken seals. Hmm. hmm. Uh, nine high-volume scanner machines were received. 20 adjudication stations were received. EMS, election management system workstation, and EMS servers, along with some miscellaneous equipment, were also received. 385 precinct tabulators were received on racks and each were identified and recorded by serial number. And there were 24-7 uh, live stream cameras, which ended up with two petabytes worth of data by the end. Okay. Which if you think about a... Um, Th that's that's this is, huge. That's this is eight terabytes. Terabytes. Petabytes so a petabyte is, is just above... Uh, it's uh, one petabyte is... 100 million terabytes worth of information. So a petabyte is like, that's huge. That's a that's lot. That's a lot of data. And that's just from them recording every single aspect of what they did. So now before we begin, mm -hmm. understand this too, folks. Um, with this, this all, there's a there's actually some real tangible information in there. It, understand, yes, this is a court case. They're pleading their case. I get it. Um, and I'm 
a big one for facts and I love facts and I love that she's finally spitting facts out. However, at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this because you have to remember who is cyber ninjas. Cyber ninjas were brought forth by who they're bought, brought forth by the Republicans to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they already have an edge of the ax. They've already picked an edge in the ax. They're not a, a, a neutral third player, so to speak. Um, they are the ones that were brought in to do this. So you have to understand that they're going on, they're going at this and I'm not shooting down any of your facts. I'm not shooting anything down about what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I am merely stating that this is, you have to take this like you, you, you do anything else, not like a grain of salt, because this is a lot bigger than a grain of salt. This is actually like a fucking snowball of salt, but long story short, this eventually becomes, this is an argument. They're making their argument. Yeah. Um, and understand that that's what this is. What we're waiting on, and the reason I put this under tactical patience is because you have all seen, as I have, if you haven't, uh, please go look it up in the Epic Times. Uh, last week, uh, it was, I want to say... Uh, I want to say it was Wednesday, Thursday or Friday last week where I found that article where it said that uh, the Arizona State Senate came out and they said, hey, look, you're right. We've got to get new machines from Dominion. So if you're sitting there going, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> if you're scratching your head like I am right now going, what the fuck did you just say? When you just heard about all the machines they had and when you get into the numbers and how fucked up shit was. You start to ask the question like, why, why would, would they go back to Dominion, Dominion if you already have a fucked up election in the first place? So there's a lot of shit here. I, I'm sure there's more to come. That's why Absolutely. I put this under tactical patience is there's more to come about this. This is the raw data though. I, I won't argue that it's the raw data. So, and, and Bennett, who's the, the, um, he was the guy that primarily gave the, the testimony. Um, so he actually prefaced the very beginning of all of this by talking about how it was really a bipartisan effort. There were volunteers from all over the country, um, more than 1,100 volunteers. They were independent auditors. They were all background checked. They did not care about their political affiliation or their political party as long as they went in there with the intent of, of finding the truth one way or the other. Okay. So there were people on the left, there were people on the far left, there were people on the right, there were independents, there were Republicans, there were Democrats, there, every possible, there were libertarians, every possible political party was represented among this, these volunteers. So, um, it, it was according to him, a bipartisan effort. Um, so a little, little rundown because, uh, we're not going to spend too much patience or too much time on this. Um, so mail-in votes, illegal registrations, and voters who magically appeared. So uh, that is the, the subhead in this article from Uncover DC, which is by uh, Wendy Mahoney. So there were 73,243 mail-in ballots, and the numbers between those sent out and those received do not match. Those received were higher than those sent out. Additionally, 11,326 people didn't show up in election files on November 7th, but suddenly appeared on December 4th. And it was recorded they had voted in the 2020 election. So let me repeat that. 11,326 people voted in the November election, 
their names were not on the rolls as of November 7th, but they suddenly appeared December 4th. That's interesting. 3,981 voters were registered after October 13th. That's important because that's when it was decided in the courts that voters had to be registered by that date or they wouldn't be able to vote. There's no same-day registration in Arizona. You had to be registered by October 13th or you weren't allowed to vote, except for these almost 4,000 voters who voted past that or registered past that. Um, 180,000 voters who voted were shown to have been removed right after the election. So they need more documentation on those voters and they're, they're going to be canvassing them. But it takes a while to canvass 180,000 people. So um, signatures were not properly verified over time. So they were using electronic signature matching. And it started out, you know, they, they start with uh, point verification. So they started at a 20-point verification method but there were too many being rejected. So they dropped it down to a 10-point verification method, and there were still too many being rejected. So, so they so hold on, just hold on, stopped hold on, hold on, using hold on. the signature verification so at all. Let's let's talk about the point verification, what we're talking about. Points, yeah. All right. There's certain letters that you you inherently draw. It, 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 you you as a human, you have no you have no choice. You you you, you do it a certain way. Um, normally we find it in capital R's, um, if you're writing, um, in normal, regular script, um, if you're writing in cursive, uh, you write a lowercase R a certain way. There's certain things you look for. A G is the same way. Um, a if, B. You've, if you've ever looked at your G's, your T's, your B's, um, C's and your N's, there are certain things you do that are specific to you. So if you have those letters in your name, um, if you look at your name and those letters, whether you do it in cursive or you do it in just normal, uh, normal, I don't know how to say what normal script, normal penmanship. Um, there are certain things you do. For instance, I know I do, I'm, I'm really bad for it and some people hate me for it, but I put a flag stick at the bottom of my G that goes off the other way especially when I do a capital one, if you do a, a G and I trace back and then the, the flag stick flag stick comes off at an angle. Um, I I'm real bad for that. Sometimes it draws right down through the G. It looks like a Q in a way. Um, most of the time I do it. It's, it's just, it's something I learned to do. You learned it at a point. It's a learned reaction. And this is what they're talking about when they're talking about these points. There's, certain points that if I take your, the one you signed on your driver's license and I match that up to your verification, to your, whatever your ballot. And I take that signature and I look for those points and the, a computer will automatically identify those points because they know all the letters, they know what they're looking for and they can do up to a hundred point verification. I mean, they're, they can get very specific. I mean, they can look at, it doesn't matter how messy you make your letters. You're, it, it, it's immaterial how fast you sign your name. For instance, I, I know V Lynn, she's, she's real bad for it. She will. Oh, I man, scribble my name. You can't even tell what it is. But all you see is the V at the beginning. That's it. That's the, the V normally you do your first, your first letter of your first name and you do your first letter of your last name and everybody else who's looking at a credit card receipt would say, Oh, there's a V. Uh, I don't know. There's a, Oh, yep. That's Okay. There it is. I got it. So that's that's what the point verification, that's what they're looking at. If you drop below 10, uh, any good forger can do 10. 
They just got rid of it entirely. And that's even more disturbing because why did you get, because, oh, that means 100% of the ballots are now no longer valid. Yeah. I mean, that completely negates every argument in the world because- The whole point of using electronic signature verification is because it is so accurate. So if your state is one of those that does signature verification, i.e. Georgia, Georgia does it. Yep, sure does. Uh, They did the same thing here in Georgia, by the way. How did that work? Hmm. Just got rid of it. How did the computer not reject all the ballots initially anyway? Because I believe in Georgia, and I understand Georgia state law, it requires a 20-point signature verification match Hmm. on every ballot. Yeah, but you don't get a 0.06 rejection rate with a 20-point signature verification match. No, no, you don't get any. Normally, it's like like less than half a point. It's like... uh, 0.05. 0.05. Normally, in previous elections, the rejection rate for signature verifications was closer to four, like four percent. And this time, it was not even a 20, half a percent. Twenty. It's like it should be half a percent. No, that they rejected. I'm saying the oh, rejection rate. Well, that might the be normal possible. rejection rate in previous elections was 3.85 percent of the ballots were rejected using the 20 point signature verification. So that really makes- And in this election, you were at 0.06% of the ballots were rejected. 0.06%. So, because they turned off the signature verification. That's odd. Hmm. Not odd when you put it in perspective, though. No. Anyway, um, thousands of duplicate ballots with no matching serial numbers. So they were not handled according to procedures in many cases. Um, the end result of poor documentation, Bennett explained, so that you wouldn't know which ballot was which. There was no way to know that the vote votes are refre- reflected properly. Um, see, there is a very quote. There is a very specific process in election procedures manual for duplicating ballots, which says they are to be they are to record an identical serial number on both the original and the duplicate ballots, including spoiled duplicates. This ties the ballots together and creates paper trails as required by statutes. We found, I would have to say, thousands of duplicate ballots. With zero paper trails. With zero paper trails. That's, uh, folks. And it creates a great difficulty to try and match them up. So. That, see, there's a lot. Don't get me wrong. There's I, a I lot agree, of stuff in here. I agree that in that article there's a, there's a ton of shit and I'm not arguing with anything they yeah. found. I don't believe that they're out for anybody's personal gain. I do believe though that we're a nation of laws. We have to follow the law right now. They're pleading their case right now. We got to see what the really, what it boils down to is what does the Arizona Senate do? That's right now. The Arizona Senate is not making the right choices. Um, there was other things that they found passwords. There were shared passwords. Um, passwords appeared to have been established in August of 2019 and then were changed. That's, uh, that's a rough that's one a right bit there. Of an issue. I mean, there's just no accountability there whatsoever nope. because you, you cannot yep. tell who accessed what, when, if you're all using the same password and it's never been changed. That's correct. Um, abnormal windows behavior. So normal Microsoft windows behavior authenticates the user. Um, but, and you know, they, Logs the username, requesting action, IP address, host name of the original originating client. The location all, of sign in, location of all that, but all, I'm but guessing none Cot- of that was there. Cotton found anonymous logins that did not follow the pattern of behavior, and he has no way to validate what the behavior means without the missing subpoenaed materials because- They the, only got half of what they were looking for. Correct. The yep. Arizona State Senate 
subpoenaed materials that the Board of Elections still has yet to provide. And have yet to come up with, which means they probably don't because they're still waiting on Dominion to fix it. So they have yet to deliver routers, passwords, and hardware keys previously subpoenaed. Okay, so let me tell you something about the hardware key. That's a big one. And that's that's the one that Mike Lindell's waiting on. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right now. That's what Mike Lindell's waiting on because if Mike Lindell, it, even even if Mike Lindell doesn't get that hardware key, all right, let's just say for shits and giggles, just for argument's sake, we're just gonna we're gonna fart around with this one. Just play with it for a little bit. This is a, again just an opinion. So some things I know about what Mike Lindell has. It, if they get those hardware keys and they can match up hardware and versions of software and everything else and all of that shit gets spit out and Mike Lindell can put pieces of program that he has, which as we found out when we were down in Tampa was what? Oh, data packets. Data packets. If he can put all of that together and those data packets work in that hardware key, folks, I got bad news for you. What Mike Lindell's got is the smoking gun. Because that is the bomb that just that that shatters all of this. That completely shows a fundamental fraudulent assassination of our election system, and that is huge. That is gigantic. That shows everything that he, I told you that Arizona. I told you this before, folks. Told you this before. You, I've told you this before too. This is what I've been waiting for. This is what tactical patience pays off for because Mike Lindell, he's got the smoking gun. All he, well, right now he's got the smoke. What we need is the gun to put, put the smoke out of. That will come with this information. That This all will come from this information. I put money on it. I'm, I'm just speculating, but I'm just saying. Well, <clears throat> there's a lot there though. There's, so there's a lot definitely there. go look at it. Um, and like I always say about this time, but wait, there's more. There is because uh, we got more coming. And this is just, like I said, this is just the beginning, folks. It, 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 it's going to come out. It's going to be uglier than hell. We all got to play ball. It, it's coming, though. So I thought we'd go like right into something else that I thought would be a whole lot of fun to do right about now because holy crap. Um, yeah, there's uh, some other stuff coming out. And now, a message from What's Dr. That? Anthony Fauci. Well, I don't know if it did it. Eh, interesting. I'll try it again. And now, a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. There it is. That's what I was waiting on. Okay, here's here is what our esteemed liar <laughs> of a doctor and. Somebody who's in charge of something that he should never, ever be put in charge of. Okay, let, let's, let's get back to it. Children under the age of 12 who are not eligible for the vac vaccines generally do not get uh, sick, don't get COVID, or don't get as ill with it. But what does this spread of the Delta variant mean for them, for the children under the age of 12? And what's the timeline for when they might become eligible? Well, a, a couple of questions, and the answers are... The children who are not able to get vaccinated because of their age should follow, their parents should follow with them, the guidelines of the CDC. 
that unvaccinated children of a certain age, greater than two years old, should be wearing masks. Two years no old. No doubt about that. That's the way to protect them from getting infected because if they do, no doubt about they that. can then spread the infection to someone else. So the CDC guidelines for unvaccinated people, including children, are not changed at all. We are currently doing, we being the federal government together in collaboration with the pharmaceutical companies, age de-escalation studies, namely looking at the safety and the immunogenicity of vaccines in children from 12 to 9 years old and from 9 to 6, then from 6 to 2 years old, and then ultimately from 6 months to 2 years old. They want to kill our children. Will likely be available by the end of the year, and then it will be up to the FDA to decide when they will make a recommendation that, in fact, this could be done in the sense of vaccinating children of that age. All right, stop his fucking retarded ass. You are folks, not vaccinating folks, my children. Hey, look, all right. Um, for those of you watching Rumble, and you've only been watching what three podcasts now, yeah. So Look, you haven't been watching very long, but I've had this here for a hot minute. I'm going to go ahead and read it because this is really important, and I know not all of you can see it, so I'm just going to go ahead and read it for you because I'm not. Uh, I'm, I want to just show that I'm not lying about it. So, in on this is it's uh, from a movie, um, and actually, it's not just from a movie; it's actually from history. But it is the original creed of the Knights Templar. It says, "Be without fear." In the face of your enemies, stand brave and upright so that the Lord may love thee. Speak the truth always, even if it means your death. Pr protect the helpless and do no wrong. All right. He is violated. This man, Anthony Fauci, he is a fucking crook. He has violated every part of that creed in my eyes. All right. Period. No matter how we, no matter how we phrase it, no matter how we word it, this motherfucker has lied to us from the get-go. And no one has held his feet to the fire. No one has. Everybody lets him just go off and say this stupid shit. All right. One more time. There's a, there's the JAMA study. Please go look at it. Please educate yourself. And when somebody tells you that your child should be wearing a mask, fuck, I, I literally would punch them in the face. I would literally fucking slug them right in the mouth. Look, they're the most unlikely to get this disease. They're the most unlikely unlikely to receive any serious health threats from this disease. You have got to be fucking kidding me right now. He's still going out just this past weekend. He like tripled down on this shit. He was on like almost nine different Sunday talk shows saying the same shit. When is somebody going to stop this motherfucker and say, Hey, retard, you're wrong. Seriously. How everybody knows what the definition of crazy is right insanity doing the or same insanity. thing over and over again and expecting different results he's doing that he's doing the same shit he's been doing since trump was in office what the fuck is wrong with this guy okay well the truth is starting to come out so this is uh this is senator dick durbin who's actually a democrat from illinois sean hannity himself, sean hannity himself said i believe in vaccinations i do believe in science Talk to your doctor, he said. You don't need to talk to people on TV and radio that aren't doctors, which goes to the point of this message. There are two uh, hosts of programs on Fox primetime that can only be characterized as anti-vax quacks. I'm referring, of course, to Tucker Carlson John and Laura Ingram. Oh, Laura Ingram. They have been spreading 
what I consider to be irresponsible information about vaccines across America and about the effort of this nation to deal with them. Here's the reality. We have millions who've died across the world by this vaccine. We may never have an accurate count. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody listen to that. He just said we had millions that have died from the vaccine, yep. not from the disease, yep. from the vaccine. Listen again. Here's the reality. We have millions who've died across the world by this vaccine. We may never have an accurate count. Slip we of have the tongue. Of thousands who have died in the United States. I think not. And now it is said repeatedly that those who are headed to the hospital with the most serious strains of COVID-19, 99.5% of them were not vaccinated. Slip of the tongue? Slip of the tongue. I think not. You think? Hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's that. So, well, we've had the Delta variant. Which is bullshit. Which we can't really figure out how it got to this country. And we supposedly have what now? The Lambda variant. Lambda. We skipped over Gamma, which is actually spelled in ancient Greek. It's spelled G-A-G-A, which I really laugh at. The Gaga variant. Well, it, why, why do we skip over G unless somebody was going to call it the Gaga variant? Because she went to space. Oh, well, that's okay. I mean, as long as <laughs> she, she doesn't come back. Where just she's don't going come back. to space. <laughs> don't come back, She's bitch. taking one of those uh, billionaire space travel trips. Hey. My dad, when we were in Jamaica, because he actually watches, I, that man is the toughest man to crack. Anyhow, although I did get, we get a little headway this week with him, but anyway. Well, I had to like lose my fucking you did. head. You actually called him a fucking asshole. No, I called him a called retard. Him a fucking retard. <laughs> I said, right. fine, yay. If you want to listen to that dumb shit, you go right ahead. Enjoy that one. Anyway, um, but, I uh, was but he was telling me how all the pedos, he didn't call them pedos, but all the pedos are going to space, like Lady Gaga and Tom Hanks and. What were some of the other ones he listed out? I don't even know. Oh, t- shit. It was like a whole list of yeah. pedos. And I was like, oh, pedo, 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 pedo. Oh, go to space and don't come back. Yeah. But it makes you wonder if they're taking a billionaire trip to space, what do they think is going to happen on the planet that they feel the need to depart well, the earth? They're taking the flight around. They're doing the up. They get up there. They actually break the above. They get out to outer space. And then they come back. So it's not actually, they're not going to outer space. They're kind of going to like the middle space, not the inner space, not the out, not the, not to outer space. They're kind of in the middle. And that is what they're doing. And all of that is all, that's all kind of foretelling. So that's where they're going. They're just, they're kind of doing a flight around. They're kind of getting the bend of the earth and they're being able to look back at the earth and see, Oh, wow. It really is round? It's round. (laughs) It's not flat. (laughs) What in the fuck? Who knew? I I mean, I I don't know. Hey, flat earthers, you kind of lost a really big argument and liberals proved it to you this week, unfortunately. Okay. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't believe what you believe. I'm just saying that you can see the pictures from old dude's thing and it's kind of hard to say nowadays we were watching it live. It's kind of hard to say nowadays that, yeah, the earth's flat when you see this great big blue ball floating through this space. I'm just saying, throwing it out there. Okay. Well, anyway, um, maybe these zombie apocalypse will happen while they're gone or, or the EMP I've been talking about. Who knows? Yeah, but they're only up there for, dude, he was up there for a grand total of 25 minutes. Timing is everything. Yeah, but by the time you get back, the zombie <laughs> apocalypse is still fucking going on and you're getting bit. Well, that, hey. Becoming a fucking zombie. 
maybe not if you're a lizard person pedophile. That's possible. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. Or you're an alien, <laughs> which case you get beamed up to your mothership. Cats are aliens. That's a whole nother story. Cats really are aliens, though. Anyway, um, but people are waking up. So in case you guys haven't heard, uh, people are going to start coming and knocking on your door, especially if you live in a, a rural community where you don't have photocopiers. Um, yeah, what, what were they called? Um, Xerox machines? No, no, no. What were what did they call? Uh, somebody, some retard told told me that. Oh well, you can't go. To, yeah, you can't fucking go to Kinkos. Kinkos has been closed for fucking thirteen years. You <laughs> stupid bitch. That's not true. Kinkos and FedEx merged. You got Kinkos FedEx everywhere. No, it's not. It's it's FedEx. It's been FedEx for thirteen years. It has not been Kinkos. Kinkos they they went out. Go look it up. Go look it up. I gotcha. I believe you. Anyway, um. Little known fact, because there was all that drama about Camel Toe saying that, that you can't go to Kinko's and you can't, the pe- people that live in rural communities can't find a Xerox machine. Well, that's just going Guess back what? to believing that we're you all are, retards. You're, you're not required to send in a photocopy of your ID when you mail in your ballot. All you have to do is write the number on it. Well, that's another part of it that she was missing out on. Everyone overlooked that. Yeah, well, but she was talking about voter ID. She was like, oh, well, there's people that just can't get a voter ID because you're not smart enough. Well, if they can come door to door and um, push a vaccine on you, why can't they give you a voter ID? No shit. Right? Why can't you sit there right there, take a picture, fucking plug in it? You can. You can. You want to know how I know that? They portable scanners. We've been doing that shit for days, for years. Fuck that portable scanners. No. Yeah. They do it... We were doing it in Afghanistan, Iraq. We were making ID cards for people. Yeah. We were sitting there with a little machine. We'd take a picture of you. We'd get your biometrics. We'd slap it all on a computer. It would spit out a fucking, print out a card right there on the spot, and we'd hand you the card. I think Mm. that would be a much better use of the time of these people that are going door to door. And, you know, they've they've specifically said, but if that's if, that's if what they're doing going door to door is what they're actually doing because we actually have some information on that if you hand me your notebook please we do because we were sent an email by a concerned listener well no no uh, it wasn't a concerned listener it was casey jones if you guys aren't familiar with casey jones look her up she's um she's pretty amazing actually uh so casey jones she posted this in one of our group chats uh we have a lot of mutual friends and we asked her to send us a little bit more extensive so that we could specifically pick it out. Um, and she just got back to us today because we were hoping to have her come on. But we'll we'll bring her on another time and go into this in a little more detail. So she asked about one of the things that her sources told her. Actually, there were three sources that told her three different things. And I've confirmed and denied. Uh, it's kind of a... It's kind of a crapshoot. Uh, it's we'll go we'll go more more into it when we bring her on. Okay, but anyway, long story short, one of the things her, her sources brought up was uh, them sending the military around in these um, groups running around, the, the Jaco- knocking on doors. The Jacovid witnesses. The Jacovid, yes, them. as we're call, calling them now. We're, we've dubbed them the Jacovid witnesses. Yes, they're going to come and knock on your doors. Um, Anyway, of the Jacobin witnesses, what they were saying was that there was military people involved. Okay, so first of all, I've had I had uh, all five stores, sources came back to me on all parts of this, and the big one was the Jacobin witnesses, as we'll talk about them. Um, there are uh, yes, there are 
some Jacobin witnesses that are coming around. And what they were saying was because, especially this past weekend, if you didn't hear it, Fauci came out and said, they're, oh, they're going to be trusted sources. They're going to be like Coach Larry from the baseball team is going to come out and tell you about where you can get a, a vaccine at. No. That's Actually, not- in Charlotte, North Carolina, they're bringing the vaccines with them, the Johnson and Johnson shots, so that they you can't give them any excuse. You can't be like, "Oh yeah, I'll 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 go I'll go next week," or "Yeah, no, I want to get the shot." And then actually, Biden doubled like, down oh, on yeah, this. Oh yeah, here you go. And he's going to stick said, it in your arm right now. And he said, "Hey, look, for people like us on this podcast right now, he said, look, we're going to come after you too if you put out false propaganda about being able to stop these people. Oh no, you have an absolute right to stop these people. Yeah, there's no reason for them to be on your property if you do not want them." Matter of fact, we saw one that actually sounded fantabulous. Look, if you're here to talk to me about anything else other than the vaccine, um, you're you're here free. But if you're here to talk to me about the vaccine, it's going to be $150 for the first hour and $50 no, no. every additional hour. Hour, after that. minute, $50 a minute. Oh, a minute, yes. And by ringing the doorbell, you agree to, and you have to pay up front. Yep. And by ringing the doorbell, you agree to those terms. And they're like, yep, nope, not, not coming there. We're good. But I like that. That's a, that's a good one. Yep. But there is an absolute, it's called solicitation, folks. If you put a no soliciting sign in the front of your house and somebody violates it, so let me let me and give you a you clue. You don't have to be selling something to be soliciting. Let me give you a clue about solicitation. Yes, solicitation, the legal definition of solicitation is information and or sale. It's not it's not one or the other explicitly. The legal definition is actually very clear. It's both. All right. So you're either coming with informational purposes, i.e., if you have a Jehovah's Witness who decides to step on your your porch on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and knock on the door and say, "Have you been to church yet?" and you have a no soliciting sign up, anything that happens to that person after that point is on them. So if my dogs eat them, it's their fault. If you happen to have an accidental discharge at the front door, and I'm not talking with your penis, I'm talking with something else. <laughs> And somebody happens to get struck in the femoral artery. Well, sucks to be you. Yikes! So again, this this whole thing—they're um, not going to send the military because that would be. But they are sending someone with from either FEMA or Health and Human Services with them. Yes, which is interesting in and out of itself. Well, they're titled that way. We're not really sure. We can't really sure one hundred percent say that they're not the latter, which then bangs. That begs a whole other question because it, we'll get in that with her too, because I'm sure she knows what, I, um, what I'm referring to when, when we get into that. But the other part of it was uh, that they're going to be there and they're going to take your kids away if you're not vaccinated, this, that, and the other thing. That is not happening. Um, good luck with that one. If they do try, you have my express permission. They can only do that if they institute martial law, which I've actually started to hear rumors about today. Which was weird because I heard something else that might actually add to that. And it's not an actual rumor. This is something that Joe and the Ho said. Actually, it wasn't Joe and the Ho together. It was Joe and then the Ho. So it was really weird. Well, it's because they don't talk to each other anymore. We're going to get to that. Okay. But the weird thing that I heard was that he's going, like for us, us pushing out this propaganda, he was going to allow fact checkers now to be deputized. Propaganda? I'm sorry. No, no, what no. What comes no. out on the mainstream fact, media is propaganda. Fact checkers, fact checkers are propaganda. are going to be deputized. We tell the truth, mostly. They're going to be deputized. 
And I say mostly because we do like to throw out some fun conspiracy here and there. Yeah. Listen, you're not listening. Deputized. Gotcha. Deputized. Which means they, they, have, they have arrest, arrest authority. Yeah, yes. I gotcha. That's, that's a complete breakdown. A complete breakdown of our standard law within the United States of America. That is so unconstitutional, it's not even funny. Yeah. They have no legal authority to do anything. You cannot arrest me for refusing Dan Bongino, an unauthorized vaccine. Dan Bongino got fact-checked on Facebook <laughs> by the Facebooks for saying that, look, the Delta variant is responsible point for 0.0008 deaths in America. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually true. And they told him, no, that's not true. Well, at least Dan Bongino's still on Facebook. Yeah, well. Because my ass got booted off the second well, day we were in Jamaica. And mind you, I have not posted anything on Facebook since Roger died. And I didn't post anything before that for months, literally months. I, I kept politics off Facebook for a very long time. It was my personal Facebook page. And not only did my personal Facebook get, get taken down, but even my gaming Facebook that I only used to go on and, and play random games online. That was it. They both got completely wiped, completely Just taken because down. when you bring friends on, she makes money, so. And, you know, it was. Good way to do it. The only thing I can think of is that I was talking to my aunt in Atlanta and my uncle in New York about some political stuff, and I sent them both a link to the podcast through Instant Messenger. Uh, well, all I know is you got booted, babe. Welcome, welcome to us. They're reading your instant messages. Dereputables. You say re they they read either that or they took me down because I'm related to you. Well, that's, that's a possibility. There's too. a possibility there. Anyway, um, so so back to the the Jacobid witnesses. Someone put this video together, and it is funny as fuck. So hold on, we're gonna listen to this real quick. Come on. Yeah. Oh. Can I help you? Oh, hi. I'm with the Biden administration. Do you have a minute for me to tell you about the non-FDA approved injection we desperately want you to get? Why the hell are you knocking on my door? I'll take that as a yes. We've been reviewing your medical records and it appears as though you haven't gotten the- That's illegal. Indeed. And what they show is you haven't gotten the shot yet. So I'm here on your private property to pressure you into doing so. Letting politicians decide what medicines I take is insane. You're not doctors. You're not even qualified. We're politicians. We like power. And we feel that qualifies us to do whatever we want. It absolutely doesn't. What I put in my body is my choice. And I'll consult my doctor over that because he knows me personally. Because it's a medical issue. No, ma'am. This is more of a political issue. You can trust us. You're part of the government and you work for me. And you being here is complete infringement on my rights. You need to read the Constitution. As a Biden administration, we don't believe in the Constitution. It's not really how we want to govern. So you need this shot. The fact that you really want me to get this thing makes you look really, really suspicious. Thank you. You don't even know the half of it. And the more you push this thing, the more I doubt the safety. Oh, no. When you look at this spreadsheet with our profit margins, you'll see that what we're working with here is totally safe for business. And the long-term clinical trials of an hour and a half are squeaky clean. You have nothing to worry about. It seems like you just want control. For your protection, yes. Thank you for seeing. We're just looking out for your best interest with our propaganda campaign, censorship, and now me being here knocking on your door. You're welcome for all that we've been doing. Are people dumb enough to believe that? Some are. Now, I would really like to stab you with this needle and inject what's in it that you have no control over into your body. Absolutely not. I 
kind of just want to do it anyway. My body, my choice, you creep. That's not the way we see it. At the Biden administration, we look at it as your body, our choice. It's kind of a Bill Cosby-inspired mentality we've adopted. Get off my property now. Get the f*** off my property. No. I don't understand. Are you saying you don't want the shot that you've chosen not to get? Wait. While I'm here, do you mind if I confiscate all your guns? Yeah, good luck with that one, yeah. motherfuckers. So anyway, there you go. That's uh, uh, That one wrapped up in a nutshell. I don't think we need to go any further with that. I think we've no. done beat the shit out of that but, enough. But I do want to say, going back to what Dick Durbin said, he, he did have something there. Um, because uh, What, the 150 well, million we, people that have died from the vaccine? No, no. Well, maybe. I mean, there's something there. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, no, there, there's something there. Slip but, of the tongue? I don't think so. Um, Old Dicky boy. So Dr. Peter McCulloch, uh, he, so he was the one who came out regarding early treatment of COVID-19, right? Because there is no early treatment of COVID-19. That's why so many people died. Um, and well, there was early treatment, but it was, well, put them on a ventilator. <laughs> and we've already talked about that to yeah. great length about what happens to your body once it's put on something that does the job that your body's supposed to do. Yeah. So, and I got, I, and that doesn't I have more, more about that too. And when we're going to do a whole new, another Kovac special here soon, because there's so much, and I really want to bring Matt back on from the UK and obviously deplorable Janet, because we love Janet. Um, and she always has, a, well, she already said that we, we need to get back together. Again, yes, so that's gonna absolutely. Happen. So we're, we're going to be doing that one. That's like sex with Kobe. It's really going to happen. Not anymore. Not unless you're Hillary Clinton. Well, <laughs> Anyway, um, but he has a CDC whistleblower that came out and said there are 50,000, minimum 50,000 Americans dead in the U.S. from the vaccine since January. Let me say that again. Well, here, the newest VAERS report came out. So the, fr the first, what, two Fridays ago, so two Yeah, it would have been right after our, two, our July 4th special. Yeah, two Fridays ago, uh, the VAERS data came out and said there were 7,000 deaths from the vaccine. Yep. And the following Friday, that number got pushed up to 9,048. In one week, they reported 2,000 more deaths from the COVID vaccine. We've already seen that data has been scrubbed out of VAERS. How do we know that? Because when we did our first COVAX special, I pulled, what, 3,000 deaths at that point out of VAERS, and then a week later, it was scrubbed down to 1,500. Half well, of them were taken out. And then on top of that- And I they, had the physical data. And then they cut their reporting standard, too, because originally, when you told me you, the other day, you were like, well, it's only 14 days long. I was like, no, it's not. The original- Reporting cycle is 21 days. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now it's 14 days. You can only report a death by the vaccine if they die within 14 days of either injection. Which means they know when or thereabout where you're supposed to, yeah. you know, kick yeah. the bucket. So 50,000 dead in the U.S. 50,000 dead in the U.S. according to a CDC whistleblower that Dr. Peter McCulloch has in his back pocket. Now, again, I'm still alive, so... I and think. you know hold something, on. well, hold on. So something on. interesting about that. Oh yeah. I just farted. I'm good. What else happened in DC? Who else did you see? And what did they do to you specifically? 
Your old neurosurgeon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, one of well, one of them. One of one of the many, but your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by far. Yeah, and you, you, what? Met in a bar, and yep. He took some blood, and yep. What did he find? What did he not find? Well, he didn't find. Well, there's a certain level of antigen that your body's supposed to retain. Spike after, protein. Yeah. Well, that's the biggest one. Would you just wait? Okay. There's a certain level of antigen in your bloodstream that you contain if you've supposedly been vaccinated. Okay. And uh, one of those things that is contained in your blood is uh, obviously the spike protein. It continues to float around and do its job, right? Unless, unless you're given a placebo or you're given a version of the, the variant or the the vaccine, the jab. the jab that is uh, not very effective against other shit you have in your body. Um, since I've been vaccinated and I have a card that says I've been vaccinated straight through and we'll post a picture of it and I'm just going to delete names in there, but uh, I'll put dates. I don't give a fuck if you know what day I was born. Just send me a birthday present. Um, <laughs> I can tell you right now there, I don't have a spike protein in my bloodstream. Which goes right back to my theory that anyone who got the jab prior to Biden taking office did not receive the death shot. So something, I'm going to tease this one out here. I I want y'all to look up graphene oxide, graphene oxide, because there's a study that came out of Spain that we'll go into depth with, especially with Matt, um, about graphene oxide in the Pfizer specifically the Pfizer vaccine, the Pfizer jab, the Pfizer right. vaccine. Since we're going to get all this in another podcast, so I'm, I'm going to try and speed through this there. because we got, got some you. other stories we got to hit I real quick. You. And then we got you. some really big news we got to get to because we were kind of promoting, we're going to do that up front. So I kind of like to skip to that right off the bat. Teasing, teasing. Okay. Well, one, one of the first things that happened while we were in Jamaica was we saw that the Haitian president was assassinated. Well, that's huge. Funny because he's what the third Actually, at this point, he might be the seventh because there were four African leaders that were also that were also killed that and, were that well, were or died. Why were they killed? Because they said they were not going to vaccinate their populations. And that's the big one, straight out. So not going to do it, folks. Look, if you don't believe it's out there, they're canceling them too. They were suicided. I say suicided assassinations is what I'm calling them now. But there's new new evidence now, um, especially on our part, because in the um, there's new evidence that indicates uh, within our uh, group, uh, especially the DEA, that, um, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, they found a freaking one of our DEA informants in there. In the Haitian in the assassination, Haitian squad. assassination squad. Yeah. So that's like really telling right there. Something to keep an eye on. Not something that you need to keep on the front burner, but it's just kind of odd how they had a guy that was completely against vaccinations. Oh, and by the way. Jamaica, if you're listening, which we know we got some new listeners in Jamaica, um, your president or your parliamentary secretary, prime, wh- minister, prime minister, whatever, whatever you call him, um, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm not that versed on what you all call yourselves or what they call your leader down there, but I'm just letting you know. By the way, he came out and he said that in Jamaica, mm, I don't want the vaccine, so keep an eye on him. Just. Do me that favor because they're going to try and blame it on something like some Jamaican death squad that came by and whacked him when in actuality, it 
probably ain't going to have anything to do with that. Well, right after the Haitian president was assassinated, this is this is what our our uh, circle back girl had to say about Haiti specifically. I also wanted to um, provide a quick update for you on our work in Haiti. Uh, the United States remains engaged and in close consultations with our Haitian and international partners to support the Haitian people in the aftermath of the assassination of the president. In response to the Haitian government's request for security and investigative assistance, we will be sending senior FBI and DHS officials to Port-au-Prince as soon as possible to assess the situation and how we may be able to assist. I also wanted to note that in January 2021, we announced a $75.5 million for a wide range of issues, including democratic governance, health, education, agricultural development, and strengthening of pre-election activities. Strengthening Haiti's law enforcement capacity is a key U.S. priority, was before the assassination a few days ago, continues to be. And the U.S. Department of State's Bureau of International Narcotics and Law Enforcement Affairs provides assistance directly to the Haitian National Police. We are also providing $5 million to strengthen the Haitian National Police capacity to work with communities to resist gangs. I also wanted to remind you all that earlier this year, the Department of Homeland Security redesignated temporary protected status for Haiti for 18 months, something the secretary announced uh, in May and something we are working to implement. Um, and finally, uh, Haiti is one of the countries that is will be receiving vaccines uh, from the United States. Uh, we will be uh, prepared to deliver mm. those hopefully as early as next week. Uh, part of that uh, is uh, assessing uh, what the airport, uh, what can happen with the airport, and how we will be able to deliver these. So the Haitian president didn't want vaccines, and here's Pasaki handing them out. Yeah, things that make you go. Hmm. Mm. So, so, yeah, keep an eye on that one. Uh, also, take a look at what happened in Burundi and just compare the two assassinations because I got bad news for you. If you don't believe the two are kind of interconnected, take another look because Burundi, they have the same type situation. Matter of fact, uh, me and Pete were talking about that in the van. One of the things we brought up was the assassinations that had taken place. And I was like, yeah, y'all might want to start watching out for y'all's prime minister there. But also, let's not forget that Trump also had, uh, now, he, he has that big, Dr. he had that, Fauci. um, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. we don't want any more messages from Dr. Anthony. No, Fauci. we don't. Fuck Fauci. So, um, Trump also, uh, he did launch a lawsuit against big tech. That's a big one. Keep an eye on that one. That is a class action. So if you've been canceled like myself, oh, or we're going to be joining that shit up real quick, fast enough. Uh, you better believe I'm going to start donating to yeah. that bad boy. Uh, CPAC, he had a CPAC appearance. If you didn't see the CPAC speech, uh, definitely listen to the last words he said, uh, part for the course of the United States, uh, hold fast, hold strong. Keep with your message. Keep going the way you're going is basically what he said. Um, and then there was a, there was another thing about uh, Trump released a letter from Barr, William Barr. Yep. To Trump prior to this goes, actually, this goes back to <clears throat> something I brought up before. Actually, we had, sorry, correction. My bad. My bad. We had brought up before about everybody working against Trump than everybody working for Trump and or with Trump uh, in his own administration during his presidency. And this actually lays out that like, look, Barr <laughs> was one of those people working against him. 
Yes, he was. Which is really fucking scary because Barr told him what? Barr kept saying there's no election fraud. Yeah. There's no no evidence of election fraud. And there's fraud. a letter. There's no fraud. Formally from Barr Guess to what? Trump. He lied. Stating like, hey, back off of this election thing. You're wrong. And Trump continued to push the election thing. And look at what we're finding out now. So this just, all, all I brought this, the reason I brought this up, the big part of this that I brought it up was like, look at what we've said in the past. Now look what's coming true. Again, this is two months down the road. This isn't even six months down the road or 12 months down the road. This is like, literally we're reporting stuff and then look at what we're finding. We're finding more. I found out more about Pence, more about Barr than I ever wanted to find out in the last couple of days. That Pence I, is a dirty motherfucker. Yeah, he is. He's dirtier than all shit. Then we fo- also found out that the FBI told family members to turn to turn in family members who have the right side thought and that they were going to provide an open page on both Facebook and Twitter so that you can do it. So when you find a post from a family member that you think might be involved in January 6th, well, here, this is where you turn them in at. Please. Maybe hey, that's why I got shut down. Hey, family, turn me in. Wait, uh, I was there, but maybe guess that, what? Maybe that's why I got shut down. It was never in the fucking Capitol. Go yep. ahead, try and charge me with a fucking crime. I will take a shit in your chest and just enjoy it. Um, so uh, here, the FBI tweet exactly said, Family members and peers are often best positioned to witness signs of mobilization to violence, help prevent homegrown violent extremism. Visit their website to learn how to spot suspicious behaviors and report them to the FBI. Well, good luck with that one, fuckers. And, and you know, the picture they have under this post, they're, the, the people are red, the, the reporters, like the people reporting on their friends. Oh really? Uh, uh, with a brown overtone. Hold on. Like like their shirts. Hold red on. Red. Like that. A brown, like a, a brownish red. Anyway, history repeats itself. Give me the fucking brown shirts. Yeah. So I still think the Nazis won World fast War. Fast forward. Here we go. Boom. We're gonna hit it hard here. So had a source today. This is an old friend. That is, I've never had a problem with. Never, ever has she lied to me. And I know what her position is, and I know what she does. And I can tell you right now, she has placement and access to all the information I'm about to tell you. And I'm going to tell you it all. Y'all digest it how the fuck you want. But I can tell you right now, this is what she said to me today on the phone. Because she literally waited till I got back to the States because she knew I was out of town. And she said... We can't talk about this when you're overseas because... Can't yeah. do it over the phone because we know what they can do. And I said, okay. So... They do it anyway, but they can legally do it if you're out of the country. The Biden-Harris White House is in the mattresses. In the mattresses. Okay, so if you've ever watched... The Godfather. The Godfather. Going to the mattresses means we're going to war. In the mattresses means... We're at war. We're going at it. So the Biden-Harris White House is at war. With who? With each other or with us or both? They're at war with each other <laughs> from behind the scenes. Now, listen, this oh, is not going to come a shock to many of our listeners, but let me tell you something. There's some serious shit going on right now in D.C., and if you haven't seen it, I beg of you to go back and watch what happened this Sunday. You will see it. At, like The second time I went back and watched it, I was like, Holy shit. She's more than a hundred percent right. She's like 
a million percent right. How so, about the fact that the White House press corps is regurgitating photos from three years ago of Biden and Harris together of them being friendly with each other because you can't get those photos today. So behind the scenes, uh, the whole White House is behind on just about everything that Biden should be find, Biden's finding out about shit at the same rate that we're finding out about it. Actually, I think we probably find out about it first. We do. On top of that, the whole the whole division between the White House and the the president and the vice president, the division is palpable. Apparently being in the building, they don't they walk right by each other. They don't say a word to each other. Nobody speaks from either camp. Camel toe wants a divorce. Uh, it sounds like that way. Um, Biden's finding about uh, about national and important issues about a week later than what he should be finding out about. Him. Okay. Then what we do, that's, that's how bad it is. Okay. Biden and the hoe not talking. The hoe is going on her own. Now, as you saw this past weekend, she's going on talk shows by herself out on her own without approval from the white house. Normally when the vice president goes out and speaks, it's at the behest of the president or with approval of the White House. She thinks she is the president. Bingo. Um, staffs are not communicating. Uh, both, uh, or well, Intel officials are no longer giving a briefings to either one. Well, because they hate Camel Toe and they know Joe's not going to retain it anyway. So what's the point? So that's really bad. Um, but both were quoted about saying about the- uh, The Surfside Condo Surfside Collapse. Surfside Condo Collapse in Florida. They were both quoted as saying, ah, in at different times, mind you, in two different offices, both quoted as saying, it's just another red state. But, but, but I thought Joe Biden's inauguration speech, he talked about how there are no red states and blue states, how we're all just the United States and, and we need unity. We need to come together as a country. Did, did I, did I mishear that? Look, when she told me this shit, I pert near shit my pants because I was like, there is no, this doesn't surprise me. And I, I told her this too. I said, look, this doesn't surprise me, but holy shit. That is like confirmation of everything we thought. But from now on, I want everybody to look at that. Like everybody that listens to us, everybody that's out there, just when you're watching your TV, if you watch that shit, um, if you do great. If you, because like even Pete said it, he said it the same thing I said. He said, "Look, you can't understand a problem until you understand what both sides think." And Pete's just been alive longer, so he's been able to tune out the other side now. And he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I just believe that I know I'm right. Um, eventually, I'm going to get there too. One of these days, I'm going to just stop watching this shit and just say, you know what? I know I'm right, and they're fucking wrong. Either way, this is like, wow! I can't wait to watch. I've been like sitting here waiting for the next like live like thing that comes up because I'm going to watch it like a hawk. Supposedly it started, um, part of it started with that little thing in the White House before the July 4th, where they were sitting there talking about um, the next round of the, 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 uh, what is it? The Jobs Act and all that other crap, the American Relief Act mm -hmm. and uh, how she got pushed off in the back. And supposedly she took some offense to that. And it started this infighting. I was just like, wow, this is watching like watching ETV. ETV should do an episode of Joe and the Ho. I think ETV should have like an episode of Joe and the Ho. You think we can pitch that to ETV? A, 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 B E T, even better. 
Yeah. <sighs> I think you're being a little racist there, huh? Why? Because you said BET. Why don't we pitch it to CET? Oh, I'm sorry. That's CMT. My bad. I, I had the M sideways. My bad. You know, Cracker Entertainment Television. I, I know exactly what that is. Yes. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah. Just in case nobody else did. And if you're laughing right now and you almost spilled your coffee or crashed your car, I apologize. I mean, we can do it on both, right? Because they both apply. You got the Cracker and I don't know Black what she Inter- is. Black Entertainment Television. I mean, she's kind of a mutt. I mean, wouldn't it be M-E-T? She's Indian and Jamaican. Yeah, she's like mutt entertainment. She gives Jamaicans a bad name, Ooh, by the way. Yeah, she does. Oh, yeah, she big does. time. Yeah. They fucking can't stand her over there either. I tell you what. Jamaicans are the fucking shit. Yeah, they I, are. I was, I was like, damn, they are fucking some. Yeah. Anyway, but that's what, I mean, the type of information we're getting now. So we've got more to come. There's more coming out. Uh, there's a lot that, uh, again, when we have uh, uh, Casey Jones Casey Jones on. We'll go more in depth into her e- the yeah, email she got. Yeah, because there's and, some and very specific parts that. what I was able to get information on, and not all of my people had access to everything that she was trying to get information on, but the parts that she did have access to, uh, I, I think I confirmed some and maybe pushed away some others. Um, there's a big one in there too. I just saw it tonight because, uh, Tucker Carlson had a piece on tonight about general Milley. If you haven't watched that yet, uh, go on, watch Tucker's show that from tonight. Fucked hard. Um, general Milley, not, Tucker. he really is. And he's an embarrassment on the military. And I'm not really sure why he still has a job other than we have Joe and the hoe in the white house, which is the problem. Um, eventually we'll get rid of them. He'll be gone too, because that's an appointed position. You know, there's so. an article I read today, um, about the Navy and they're saying they're some retired admirals and generals. Well, specifically retired Navy admirals were saying they're very concerned about the readiness of the Navy because they're so focused on diversity training. They're no longer in the war readiness training mode. They and are, they're not ready to go to battle. And I'm concerned with that too, because that happens uh, 90% of the time when that happens, we have a liberal commander in chief. That's not like, I remember, um, you know, like fucking when Clinton was in charge and Clinton fucking had us all doing the sexual harassment and Hey, don't rape, you know, a fellow soldier type shit. It's like, uh, Hey, look, you know, it's like kind of like what the N- NYPD went through years and years ago when they had that issue about the cop that shoved the light, the lamp pole up the dude's ass. And they were like, look, you don't stick anything in anybody else's ass. That's anything bigger than a dildo and less loving than a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> and man, the NYP- that part of the diversity training? Is that what happened? I was like, wow. I was like, is that what you do? I mean, I didn't know that that's the way you went, but it was kind of along those lines. And it was like, hey, um, yeah, you don't do that. Wait a minute. What? I thought you went to like, you took a test to be a cop. And the cop, the test you took was like, what is a plunger used for? Not going up another man's ass. Yeah. Especially sideways. But anyway, uh, just again, this is. Like I said, we're going to keep, I'm going to keep developing these folks. They're sending me stuff and this is good. This is good stuff. I thought I was like, wow, that's a good start. Um, I can't confirm it with through any of my other ones. Cause I don't think any of the other ones have the same access that this one has, but there's other ones out there. I've got them all over the place. And man, the more and more I keep talking about us and the podcast and how much you people are listening to us, the more and more people are willing to talk to me and actually give me information to say, Hey, look, well, Tell everybody this because this is not what you're being reported. This is not being reported to you. Yeah, because we're growing enough to get the word out, but we're not quite big enough yet to get canceled. So uh, 
keep it coming and uh, keep the questions, comment, like, subscribe, share, uh, tell everybody about us, uh, push us out there as best you can. But uh, don't do it via text message. Why yeah. do I say that? Because the Biden regime is now calling on SMS carriers to fact check text messages in an effort to stop misinformation, specifically well, that about was the COVID part of what I was talking vaccine. about before. That's yeah. kind of what I was talking yeah. about. Now, now they're reading your text messages. Yeah. They're yeah. not going to be nice about it. No. I can't wait till they read mine. How many pictures of the Lay's bag of dicks are you going to send? Oh, my God. <laughs> now that you've sent it to me, oh, it's going all over the place. Everybody's getting one. You get a bag of dicks. You get a bag of dicks. You get a bag of dicks. I'm going to be like Oprah handing that shit out. Oh, well, you know what, babe? You're you're right about it going around the world, though, because this, this is a worldwide revolution. Look look at Cuba. Oh, my God, yeah. We look didn't at, even talk about Cuba yet. Look at South Africa. Yep. South Africa's burning. They've shut down the food supply. Uh, people are revolting. And Wasn't, like, South Africa just freed not too long ago? Mm, Isn't that crazy? And weren't um, most of the presidents in the South African countries, all, like, four of them died in the past year. Hmm. All Under in their, like, 50s and early 60s. Circumstances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, done. Yep. Um. But in Cuba, well, Cuba, they, oh. So they tried to push that the Cubans were protesting for vaccines. Which, which is libertado does not mean yeah, vaccine it, it, in Spanish. It doesn't Spanish. mean sticking doesn't, with a death shot. It no, does not mean that. No, no, it libertado means, means liberty. Freedom. Yeah, or we freedom. Want freedom. Yes. But you know what? They don't want the Cubans or the, um, the Haitians coming here. Yeah, because then they would be freedom. They'd be looking for freedom in yeah, a country that- Because they're fleeing communism. And they don't want people fleeing communism to come here. Why? Because they're trying to push communism on us. Do you want to you want to know how many people you're not hearing about? There's uh, and I was going to do a whole thing about Leanna Wynn too. So y'all know that she's a fucking retard. She was telling, trying to say that. Look, hey, we should make the vaccine. Here, here, I like, can I can play her real quick. Oh, I, I got it right here. Hold on. So listen to this. Listen to this dumb hole. I think this really depends on what it is that we do at this point. So now we have this Delta variant that is much more contagious. Bullshit. Because it's more contagious, it's going to be even harder for us to reach herd immunity. We're going to have to vaccinate an even higher proportion of people to get there. What happens then if we end up having another variant developing that's even more contagious, that could cause more disease, that could evade the protection of our immune system? And so how quickly we get this under control and which way we go depends on what we do now. Now when it comes to vaccination, to overcoming disinformation. And what we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. Right now, it's kind of the opposite. It's fine. I mean, it's easy if you're unvaccinated. You can do everything you want to do anyway. But at some point, these mandates by workplaces, by schools, I think it will be important to say, hey, you can opt out. But if you want to opt out, you have to sign these forms. You have to get twice weekly testing. Basically, we need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice that is what it's going to take for us to actually end the pandemic and the last time i heard that was in 1936 and i believe hitler said look if you want to be jewish that's fine but you have to wear this gold star and everywhere you go you have to check in with your fucking constable and make sure that it's okay that you go there and want to make sure that you're not practicing your religion we want to make sure that you don't have a word and that you're not going to vote and I'm pretty sure Hitler did that in Germany in 1936. So you compare what she just said to what Hitler said. I'm sorry, I'm not a Nazi. 
I'm a patriot. That's a Nazi. She can claim whatever the fuck she wants. She is fucking retarded. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And um, yeah, go go for that. I I actually I you know what? Correction. You know what? I, I'm done saying this. I, I I agree now again with Bon. Fuck, I keep agreeing with the motherfucker. I agree with Bongino yet again. QT time's over. Go for it. You go do that. You go do that. Bring it, bitch. Because, no, 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 please. No, I want you to go do that. I want you to make it impossible. Because I, I've told a lot of people this, and I'm going to tell you all this. The same thing I've told, and VLAN, you've heard me say this probably six times now. But, well, maybe not six times. Maybe you've seen, heard it three times, two or three times. Whatever. Either way, it doesn't matter. Again, what is happening in our country and what's happening across the world right now and I guarantee the rest of the world is watching the United States of America. Why? Because we are the democratic front for everything. Everybody watches us. Everybody wants to see what we do. Um, let something like that happen in this country. When that powder keg goes off, that is not going to be a powder keg just in the United States. That is going to be a powder keg across the world. It is going to set off every other country because when they see, they don't realize how many people out here are like us. They have no idea how many of you all believe you, you may, or we, we may have slight differences in what we believe, but we all believe generally the same fucking thing. And when that powder keg goes off in this country, the rest of the world is going to go at the same time. And everybody else is going to say, you know what? The U S said, fuck you. Watch this hope they're, they're going to say, so if you're watching me on rumble right now, hold my beer. Well, it's starting in France already because uh, Macron put out mandatory vaccinations for healthcare workers and vaccine passports on Bastille Day, nonetheless. And the French took to the streets. <coughs> he did what? You didn't hear that? No. When did this come out? Uh, hold, sh hold on. No, I did not hear that. Oh, good God. On Bastille Day. On Bastille Day, yeah. You know what Bastille Day is, yes, right? Yes, yes. It's like the it's it's basically the Fourth of July for the French. It's the French liberation. Yes, it's France's liberation. Yes. So uh, vehicles set ablaze and tear gas fired in Paris over fucking ads. No, I don't fucking approve of Biden and Harris. Kiss my ass. Um, no, I didn't hear that. When that must have been one of those stories that got muddled through everything else that I. I or I, I'm, I'm trying to catch up, folks. I apologize. Uh, V-Lynn, she went down on vacation and she kept listening to shit. And I got to tell you, I took my AirPods out. I sat there. I enjoyed the sounds of the beach. I enjoyed the sounds of my kids' laughter. I sat there. I drank a ton and didn't do dick. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was on vacation. I was relaxing. Okay. So- uh, I was smoking good cigars, though. M Macron passed a new law that all health workers get jabs and requiring new COVID pass for anyone over 12 to go to a restaurant. The French love their cafes. Oh. They don't really, they eat at least, and I've been to France and I know people from France that are one of our very good friends um, for years and years, French Annie. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they tend to eat dinner at home as a family they eat breakfast and lunch in restaurants and cafes on the streets. They eat out all the time. Yeah, that's not that's not pretty. I've been to France. I know how they are. That's that's really ugly. That means the French people are losing their absolute. That's oh, that's why we saw the uh, thing that we saw the other day. They had a bunch of people that were actually 
protesting at protesting. the Tour de France. Yep. They were like trying to stop the race. Yeah. Oh, now see. All right. Now it's all making sense. Okay. Yeah, because they, they are protesting mandatory vaccinations mm. in France. Um, and down in Jamaica, they had a French channel and I was listening. I, was, I put it on periodically just because I'm trying to stay boned up on the different languages I speak. And I'm trying to listen to people who speak a hell of a lot faster than I do. And I was listening to the French channel and they were talking about these protesters that try to prevent the... I think it was a third stage. Yeah, it was the third stage of the Tour de France, the hill stage. They were like literally like th there was like a couple thousand people that showed up and they laid down in the middle of the road so that the riders couldn't go. They couldn't even go off the start line. They were laying across the road and they were talking about it. Now they were talking so fast. I was trying to pick up. I was getting about every third, fourth word, but it was, they kept saying that, yeah, they couldn't go. They couldn't go. And I was just like, what the fuck are they talking about? And I thought it was just something like mm -hmm. maybe a weather th delay or something like that. Cause they're very picky about when they ride there. And I, I always thought that was weird too, but, um, I was like, holy shit. I, I, I didn't think it was anything big, but I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that Macron came out and said that on. Well, it's funny because in April, he promised that vaccine passports would never be used to divide the French.M hmm. what, well really, what really happened at the G what seventeen yeah, or the G seven the G seven G seven summit. Yeah. I really wonder what happened at the because G7 by summit. mid now mid July, yep, all um, of a sudden Macron's like yep. concerts, hospitality venues, and more to check for proof of vaccination status or a negative PCR test. Really? You might as well put a star in so, your chest. And they'll ex expand by August. So those wanting a beer in a bar, families going out to dinner, public transport passengers, and care home visitors will all require proof of a negative test or a vaccine. And on September 15th, it will become mandatory for healthcare workers and careers to receive a coronavirus vaccine with threats of termination of employment should they refuse? So apparently they don't remember what it was like to live in Nazi Germany when when Paris was occupied, occupied by, the by the Nazis. No, no, they mm. don't. They, they well, apparently, they're they're remembering it now. Apparently they've already forgotten. Yeah. Well, here here's a man who hasn't forgotten. You said that the United States is leading the way. Uh, here's what our our one of our favorite people, General Flynn, has to say about that. Freedom here. There is no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. I, I'm telling. I'm telling you, folks, that's a uh, 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 true words have never been said because I'm telling you, uh, we lose it here. It's over. It's over across the world and the rest of the world knows it. We don't. We're the few that don't. We're sitting here right now. Uh, well, we're not everybody listening to me now knows that there's something going on. Um, everybody else though, it, it, it's, it's on us though to educate everybody else. Like, look, what are you doing? Why are you letting this happen in this country? Every time that I find somebody that tells me that they voted for Biden, I'm always ask them why there's never a, there's never an answer. If you ever ask somebody, if somebody comes up and says, yeah, I voted for Biden. Why? Just ask that one question. Cause they didn't vote for him. They voted against Trump. Trump. Yeah. Well, that, well, they don't know how to say that. They can't say that. They can only say, well, you know, they will not say that they just voted against Trump. They'll just say, well, you know, he's not a bad guy. He's a good guy. Come on, man. He's a good guy. <laughs> Shut up. All right. So again, 
Anyway, we we've went been, a, we we've went been a little longer. Yeah, than we've we expected, been a lot longer. It's, but it's been ten days, eleven days since we dropped a pod, so we did have quite a bit to cover here. So we were trying to get through it pretty quick. We we're trying to catch up with old news. I know it's old news. I apologize, but like we're trying to catch up. I'm trying to catch up at least. Velen is not, but I'm trying to catch up. She's done her due diligence. I did not. I was on vacation. I was drinking heavily um, every morning by seven a.m. So. Just to give you an idea, my I mean, I was too, but I can still remember what I hear even when I'm, and you never, I never really got drunk. It's funny because I this, didn't listen. This rum cream and coffee, this one drink, and let me tell you, Jamaican rum cream is the shit. It is amazing. Oh my god! Actually, we've had we had their overproof too, and that's that was amazing. What I'm too. drinking right now. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, that's that's the good shit right now. Um, but this one drink affected me more than. 15 drinks every single day did in Jamaica, probably because we're no longer in Jamaica. We're back to reality. Yeah. And reality sucks. So we're not going to take it. No, I, I'm definitely not going to do that. And uh, anyway, either way, enjoy and uh, have a good night. And again, uh, like, subscribe, share, get it out there. Tell everybody about us. Tell um, your friends. And tomorrow we're going on Dan and Naki's podcast. Yes, we so are. Just to promote we'll, him. We'll drop that link. Oh, yes. Good night.